being Sunday. lazy. Oh, it's good. Just lazy. Like, yeah. I needed to, you know, it would be a good time to do groceries today, but uh, I just fucking, ah, whatever. I'll do some other day this week, whatever. Yeah, I just got back from the grocery store. It's crowded, man. They let a lot of people in there. Dude, everything is crowded. Like, since a couple of days, like, it's weird. It's weird, like, yeah. Oh. Uh, and it's actually crowded with deliveries too. Like I go to the restaurants and uh-huh. to pick up the food or whatever, and it's like a you know a lot of drivers too picking shit up. And I'm like, I don't get it. Wow, what's going on? Just because it's an opening, people are ordering more online, anyways. You know what I mean? The same push. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> whatever, you know, people. You know, I can tell people were just want to go out, you know. If yeah, I'm it's funny. Out. I was, you know, how I keep I keep my theory is like the science is going to change once Biden's elected, and you know, people were saying like Trump is, you know, his herd immunity theories were like evil, and they were totally just, I mean, That's acting like like it was like the devil, and yeah. now Biden's saying he wants to open up the economy and stuff. Or at least he's hinting at it. I was talking to my dad today, and I thought it was gonna. I thought he was gonna get pissed off at me. I said, "You know, uh, I'm just waiting for them to start talking about herd immunity. Like it's a good thing now that Biden's in office." And my dad said, "They're already doing it." <laughs> yeah, no. But then he sort of had an explanation. He was like, "Well, you know, now that people are getting vaccinated, it's like herd immunity is starting to kick in, so it's going down. That's good. I mean, whatever." I. I don't care. Even if they're lying about the, you know, about Trump and yeah. just to get him out of office, I don't care. Like now, let's just fucking get over it. Let's just do the, whatever is right. Forget about it. Let's do real science now. Let's not do politicized science. <laughs> yeah. You see, but the thing is that we don't know what the real science is. Anyways, it's like, so I, so, uh, I don't know. Like, so now it's okay to get sick. Well, uh, that's what I that's what I don't understand. What I understand is like well, I don't is it okay to get either. sick now? Because every day they were saying like oh thousands of people dying every day, the hospitals are full right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So okay. So now if you open everything what? <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? I mean I- that's yeah, I don't know. It's just it, for me. It's like okay. Yeah. You know, last a couple of weeks ago, you guys were saying like, oh, look at these anti-maskers, and they don't fucking, you know, they don't want to stay right, home. Please right. stay home or whatever. So now you have to go back to do stuff. Yeah. And so is that supposed to be? That means like last week were what a hundred thousand. So now if we leave everybody out, it's going to be two hundred thousand. And that's okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? The I don't know, number, dude. Like, exactly. I don't know. The herd immunity theory is that the more people that get it, the less likely, if you haven't had it, that you'll get it because people are immune. So there's less people walking around potentially with the virus anymore. You know, they've already had it. So they don't have it. I mean, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, but because they can't still they... pass it on, I don't understand it. Actually, it's it, 
it doesn't make sense. No, but, the, but the herd immunity theory is that normally that's how you do it. You just, you know, let let people get sick, yeah, and eventually it goes away. You know, but if you don't let people get sick, then it stays, and, and you know, it, it continues to be a problem. And I yeah, think that that's means like oversimplifying, but exactly. But that means I agree. But that means before that was anti-science. But that was anti. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was telling my dad. Like with Trump, they were acting like that theory was like the, the from hell. You know, like like I mean, they really went crazy. When I asked my dad about herd immunity, he sent me a video from MSNBC where they're just freaking out about Trump and his ideas about herd immunity. I don't even know if he said that much about it, but he may have mentioned it or something. I don't know, but. You know, he even was against it. But even he now is is saying, whoa, they've had vaccines. And, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm no scientist. Well, they, they already, uh, how are they feeling? Are they feeling good? My parents? Yeah, well, after the, uh, the, vaccine, the vaccine, yeah. That's they nice. said their arms, yeah. their, their arms hurt for like an hour or something. Uh, well, that's, that's it. Well, they didn't feel... They didn't feel sick or anything, but it's supposedly when you get the second one that you feel the symptoms more. Oh, okay. But, but it's funny because he he told me he was going, they were going, then I didn't hear from him for like two days. <laughs> it's like okay, I don't know if he's alive yeah. or dead or what. But it didn't even enter his head. He's because he's so like, you know, totally believes in all that shit. So he's just like whatever, you know. And I told him, I said I was totally worried about you. He goes, why? And I said, because I keep reading about all these, all these people who are keeling over and having symptoms for days or months or whatever. And he's like, you shouldn't read that stuff. Like, it's just this, those are the exceptions. You shouldn't read about the exceptions. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it might be, you know. I don't know, dude. I, I know. I said, look, I'm just trying to be informed because all you read is pro I said all you read is propaganda. So it's like maybe I'm a little overboard on the other side, but I'd rather be a little overboard yeah. on the other side than just read a bunch of propaganda. What uh, when I got it, uh it was you know, it wasn't as bad in the sense of uh other people that have to, you know, have to be put on the tubes and stuff like that. Ventilators, yeah. Yeah, you have to do like a ventilators or anything, but yeah, uh, I got that thing with the heart started beating real yeah. fast, and I thought I was gonna mm -hmm. die. So that's my yeah. concern. It's like, okay, so if I go out and Plus get you had pneumonia, or whatever, you could have died from the pneumonia if you don't get treated. Exactly. No, I pneumonia think, will kill you. Uh, yeah, I think it was a coincidence that I got that. That thing happened to me, and then I, that way, they, that's how they found out I had pneumonia. You know? Uh, yeah, but the pneumonia is caused by COVID, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and the, the doctor told me that my heart going that fast was actually yeah uh, provoked by the COVID. So that's what I'm going to say. Okay, so if we all start getting it now, another person that has their heart symptoms is going to get it. So how right. is that person going to survive their immunity or whatever? That's what I'm... That's what I'm like and another thing, like it's a vaccine helps you to to not get it again, or it help you to fight it better. That's what I'm. I don't know. I don't know it's that. supposed to prevent you from getting it, but you can still carry it. 
these herd immunity people say that you and I are probably low risk, right? So I guess it's just a chance you take. Um, they yeah. consider the older people to be high risk and they should be protected as much as you can protect them. Yeah. That's what they, that's what they say. That's what those herd that's immunity why people say. Kids are they okay. Are. They should go to school. Yeah, yeah, kids are a thing. That's not good. That's a good thing. Uh, kids, but the kid, the teachers kids can get But I know. But teachers have died, so I don't know that I trust the herd immunity people. I'm just saying we're not even allowed to have the conversation. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. I'm not yeah. saying I believe it like the like a fucking religion because I don't believe in any of this shit like a religion. I don't know if masks yeah. are good or bad. I don't know if herd immunity is good or bad. I don't know if you know. I don't know shit. Like, yeah. I'm no scientist, man, but I just think like when they say you can't even have a conversation, that that's fucking scary. Yeah. But um, they're doing that yeah, with everything. So, it's not only COVID. We can't even talk about the election. We can't talk about the fucking the the fucking capital thing. We can't talk about shit. Like fucking anything you tweet is like this is disinformation. This is dangerous information. Like fuck, man, things are getting yeah. bad fast. Yes. It's people, oh my God, it's, it's, it's so many idiots, you know? And they keep like, today I saw this guy that was, you know, uh, giving some some bullshit. Uh, but, uh, you know, the governor from Florida or something, you know, but the same guy, the same guy that I'm not saying the guy is, you know, I don't even know who that is or whatever, but I remember like people giving him shit because he won an open Florida and all that shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. And they're still giving me shit. Now that, that's what I don't get. Like, I didn't want to get into debates with those people, but I'm like, okay, first you were giving this guy shit. Now they yeah. say they're going to open and everything is open. So what is this all about now? You know what I mean? It's like, come on, guys. Yeah, I th I think people I think it really is just a team sport to a certain segment of our population, oh and they're yeah. proud to be hypocrites. They're proud to be hypocrites. Like oh, we have the ball now, so fucking it's all good. Herd immunity, um, you know, war is good. You know, it's like every everything. If our team does it, it's fucking good. If your team does it, then we use all these moral arguments against it. But as soon as it's our ball, then it's like fucking game on, motherfuckers. Like imperialists fucking go, you know. I don't know. That's what it seems like to me. Like they're proud of being hypocrites, you know. Like George Takai and fucking, you know, Meathead and all those motherfuckers. Like those blue check fucking Hollywood assholes who are just like yeah. blatantly for Biden, like. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, but the, but you can see them change their their morality, you know, as soon as their their guy gets in. It's like well, I don't know what like the media is going to do now <clears throat> without Trump. It's like they're you know what they're going to do? They're going to fucking um, well, I don't know. <laughs> I shouldn't act like I know. I don't mean to act like I know, but. I think they're yeah. going to spend a lot of time taking all of our critiques of Biden and spinning them in a way that is positive. Like Biden never said that. Um, what was the one he? I know, Biden I, never I, said I that executive orders are for dictators. He never said that. Then there's like a video right below. Someone goes, "My," because CNN was like, "Our fact checkers say that 
Biden never said that executive orders were for dictators. <laughs> like the guy, right? Some guy tweeted, replied to it. He goes, my fact checker says the opposite. And it was like Joe Biden in the debate saying that fucking executive orders are for dictators. <laughs> so fucking Dude, crazy. They just lie for them. This exactly. is CNN. It's, yeah. Yeah. They're lying about the money too, the two thousand dollars. I'm like, dude, yeah. this yeah, that video. One. There is a video on Twitter's mm-hmm. that you can see. He tweeted that and he talked about it. He said it. He's yeah. like, are you guys nuts? You, you, what do you guys think? People are like, we're living here. Do you think we're we're living in Mars when that happened? This yeah. proof right there. I know and you can still see the proof. <laughs> I know, dude. Like. But I'm Bernie people. <laughs> go ahead. I don't know. Ber- well, I was talking about Bernie talking about fourteen hundred too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking oh up. dude. He's great. Oh my god. But let me tell you, bro. But the people eat that shit anyways. Like I can't believe it. Like today, I was watching a debate, and between this girl that I know, that she's um, she's kind of like progressive too. But I don't know. Sometimes. She goes a little. Sometimes she have that little liberal shit. Like, like the other day I posted something about this video. Remember the video I sent you with that guy with the long hair that makes kind of like a funny videos. I forgot to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't really know that guy. Actually, I thought that guy was a liberal because a lot of liberal people put their videos when they were putting shit against Trump or something. Mm-hmm. Now, I remember of the same guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but. uh uh, I posted a video and the whole he's talking about all this shit that is going on right now that is ridiculous. All the shit that we were talking right now, uh, how they're opening after like okay there was one hundred thousand dead people and now there is more and then you're gonna open now which is I don't know stupid shit like that whatever. But everything he's saying is yeah. like whatever we're feeling right. Like I thought it was that's the same way I feel. And this girl come yeah. oh that guy oh that guy's a racist. I'm like. Well, I watched the whole video. Yeah, because I have a. I mean, so I'm, I watched the whole video, you know, and I didn't say anything racist. If I saw anything racist, I wouldn't post it. And of course. Video, like, exactly, you know what I mean? So it's like I'm just talking. If he's telling the truth right here, I'm going to use it. I don't give a fuck if he's racist. I don't know. I don't know him, you know? So yeah. uh, I'm like, okay. Uh, and then she sent me a video on some other dude. You know, analyzing his videos, this guy's videos. Yeah, and I, and I don't know who the other dude is, but it was so fucking boring and long and stupid too. I was like, oh my god! Like he's actually criticizing the guy because the guy said uh, that we are government property, uh-huh. and the guy said that's the first thing. You know, we're, I'm like, dude, we are government property. What the fuck? I already agree with this guy, right? You know, but yeah. anyways. But, dude, but these people, like, even in the topic of uh, well, what's going on with uh, Wall Street and everything, these people, like, totally defending Wall Street, calling these people that, all these people that did that with, uh, through Robin Hood or whatever, <laughs> or calling them like a really? bunch of, like, yeah, <laughs> like, uh, wow. I don't know, thugs or whatever. Wow. Oh, some. Talking, I'm like, dude, oh my god, these people are fucking unbelievable. Did you see, did you see the the guys on CNBC freaking out like those 
Don't oh, you to talk God. about the stock market? Which one? The uh, guy that uh, didn't know. The guy that didn't know what to say. The guy with a tie on the shirt. I don't know. They hair. were just all fucking like out. They were all freaked out. Like they didn't know. Like they were losing words. Like they couldn't figure out what to say. They were just so. Nothing else to say. They're so pissed off. Like it's like the way I look at it is like, okay, you guys have a network, and you need to survive. You need viewers to watch. Like you can't just. There aren't enough oligarchs to support your fucking network, like your channel or whatever. So you're gonna actually talk about. how how it's bad that people like the people who watch your show actually got some money out of fucking the stock market and and you guys are gonna you're actually gonna talk about it like like it was a travesty or something i mean wh- who's gonna want to watch your show now like I don't understand you don't you know it doesn't make sense to me, but then again, what you're telling me is that people fall for it and they actually join in i that's fucking awful, like poor people. Yeah, yeah, because they didn't I don't get know it. Big, that's what it is, probably. Exactly. I don't know if they're poor or what, <laughs> but I, I think it, it was probably like a, it might be because she's Cuban, so the guy, I think it's Cuban too, so the guy, it's a lot of chances that the guy was like right-winger, you know, like law and order kind of person. You yeah. Know? yeah, 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 uh, yeah. You know what I mean? The Constitution, law and order, all this bullshit, freedom, Oh, you know. uh, salute our troops and all that shit. So, but they should believe we have the freedom to to uh, bet on the stock market. Then, right? I mean, exactly. But the thing is, like, I'm like, you guys are complicating this shit too much, bro. Like, this is too. <laughs> they try to go like old for some guy. Some guy came like start talking about the cash is one thing, and the other thing that there's an over there's an over. Uh, like there's too much cash or some sh- or, or or not enough cash or the money. History. The guy was like, "Under dude, don't fucking okay. It's simple. This is gamble. It's like going to Vegas. You you fucking bet and you do the shit. And this is something that has been done forever by these guys. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. the little guy said, "Hey, fuck it, let's do it. Let's do the same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's it. And then you lost. Yeah. You have to pay. That's it. But you know." But yeah, it was funny to see those guys like freaking out. There was this guy that was like uh, the head of one of those hedge funds, mm-hmm. and the guy I don't know if he I don't know if he was nervous or he was freaking out or he had a twitch on his neck or whatever. But the guy and he couldn't make not even one sentence. He was like, "Well, you know, because uh, you know, it's some certain certain people that should be doing so." And you know, it was like he he couldn't even say. He can't explain what it is because in reality he knows he's trying to defend something that he can't defend because they know they've been doing exactly the same thing. But the interview, the, the person he was talking to, I think there was this lady, just the head of uh, NASDAQ, NASDAQ or whatever, one of those fucking Wall Street shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it's... it's it was ridiculous seeing these guys, and yeah. But the worst part is seeing these people defending them. I'm like, what are you fucking defending these motherfuckers for? You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. And the good thing is, like, I think, what I, for what I heard, there was like a manifesto or something, like those kids or whatever these people were. Mm-hmm. 
they communicate to each other and they say, hey, let's fucking do this to fuck with these guys. You know? Yeah. So I, think I thought that's part a- of it was that that those that they they're guys who like that store, people who like that store. So they're like, let's yeah. support. Let's. Exactly. But I don't. I don't understand it. I mean, I'm not smart enough to understand the stock market. I didn't really look into it too much. Nobody really explained it in a way that I fully understood it. <laughs> but I yeah, kind of get it. Yeah, I kind of get it too. I have to watch the uh, the best one. The, the the person that really explained it very well was uh, Green Greenwell. Glenn Greenwell. Yeah. That was a great but I have to watch it like uh, I have to watch it like two times or three times. Go back and forth. Nice to watch work it yeah, uh, but he basically explained what happened. That says like this is what happened, yeah. and this mm-hmm. is something that these people do every day, and that's how they created a situation in 2008. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that, doing this kind of shit, and yeah. they actually, they actually, when they do this kind of stuff, they actually destroy companies when they do that stuff. Right. They they make them go to the ground, so they don't give uh-huh. a fuck. And then, basically, whatever they do, when they win, they win, and when they lose, they win too. Because somehow, they get paid back for that shit with yeah. our money, with taxpayer money. The okay. government bail them out, or I don't know what the f- you know how that shit goes. They, you know, so. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, it is crazy. And the, the funny thing is the company's called Robin Hood. Somebody said this. Oh. You know, it's not an original idea, but but they're actually yeah. pissed off about that people use their their uh, software to, uh, um, or whatever, their website, whatever it is, to, to actually game the system and get some money. So they're going to they're gonna crack down and make it so... So people can't do that anymore. I don't know if they actually are or not. I don't know what's going to happen. Supposedly, for what I for what I saw in one of the videos, yeah, um, when the shit was going down, uh-huh. the guy, which everybody's thinking that's what happened, he got a phone call. I say, hey, motherfucker, which guy? You need the guy from Robin Hood, the CEO. Okay. He got a yeah. phone call from upstairs telling him, hey, you uh-huh. need to stop the shit because you need to cut the shit. <laughs> and supposedly he's a broker. That mm-hmm. app acts like a broker. So mm-hmm. supposedly a broker cannot stop people from doing that. You know what I mean? From buying stock. Yeah. He's not, he can't stop you that. That has to come from from the whole association, I don't know, Wall Street or I don't know what the but he cannot yeah. do it. So he, he did it. So now the people that were using Robin Hood and couldn't use it, I think they're suing that guy too. They're suing uh-huh. that company. That's what I kind of saw. Like okay. That. So he did stop it. I think at he stopped point. it. Yeah. I think he stopped it at a certain point. And that's why I created wow. another controversy too about it because people are like saying, you can't do that. You know what I mean? You can't. You yeah. Know, well, I'm stuff. It's the Wild West now. They can do whatever they want to us. I, I, I think that things have just gotten so out of control that. I mean, I I've listened to what Trump has said about the fucking march on the, 
on the uh, Capitol. And I do not hear anywhere where he says for them to like run in the building and fucking kill people or whatever they're trying to say that they want to impeach him for. Like, I don't hear it. I honestly, like you can easily explain it like that. He's saying, let's, let's, um, I don't know, run again or do something with voting or, or protesting, but it doesn't necessarily mean violence. I, I don't, I don't understand it. So it's like they can turn anything anybody says and get everybody, like even Jimmy Dorn's like, you know, he obviously is responsible. Like, how? why is he obviously responsible? I don't hear it. Do you hear it? I didn't listen to that. I didn't listen to that shit, so I don't know. Um, but I, I mean, maybe nobody's I, listening I, to it and they're just taking their word for it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe a lot of people think that's a, the uh, political... Uh, how to call it, the politically correct stand you have to do or whatever, you know? I know. I think people are afraid. But the thing is, is like in politics, you use words that sound like violence sometimes when you're talking about, you know, even when Sarah Palin put the put the targets on her website and Gabby Gifford got shot, she had a target on her, on her, sta- on her district, on Sarah Palin's website. I understand going after Sarah Palin and said, this is fucking fucked up. Look what happened. But yeah. I also understand that when you're talking about politics and running races and you can use revolutionary language and that's how you motivate people to do stuff. So, I mean, to be a hundred percent honest, Trump could have yeah. said something that sounded that you could take either way, but I don't yeah, think he, yeah. I don't know. Per- personally, it didn't seem to me like he meant that, that they should do that. And then you have all these witnesses who said people were, you know, pushing them and, you know, all these, all these people that look like they were military and intelligence and they're like pushing them into the Capitol and getting them riled up and stuff. Like I, I don't know, man, I, I find it to be very disturbing. No, I hear you, but this, what can you do? You know, like it's people that when you tell them, Hey, this, Shit was very convenient because these people they knew about that thing was going to be taking place, and they offer help to the police and the capital, and they yeah. they say no, we don't need it. So no, I know, I know. That's the other part. That's the other part. Yeah. So I mean, so, it, it seems like they they wanted it to happen. They allowed it to happen. Exactly. That he had some sort of language that was ambiguous, and they're, they're trying to say that he. He caused it, and I honestly don't hear it. Exactly. And it. When you tell them, who would you think would uh, benefit from that? They are like, who? Who? I'm like, well, I don't know. Who do you think? Two days benefit later, it's what? a confirm- benefit from the shit that the situation that happened. Okay, yeah. So yeah, at, the, yeah. at the capital. Two days right. later is the fucking inauguration, and then bam, 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 all this talk about terrorism and cracking down and persecuting yeah. people. And New Patriot right. Act, man. New Patriot Act. And I think what the purpose is, personally, is to make protesting illegal and to yeah. call protesters terrorists. And as soon as you can equate protesters with terrorists, you can disappear them off the fucking street with Obama's uh, indefinite detention law and it's worse than Trump because Trump disappeared some people off the street, but he let him go in a few minutes. Like, I don't know if Biden's going to be that way or who future presidents, the next Trump or whatever. 
like it's very dangerous and i think that that's what it's all about man that's probably what's going to happen we're not going to be able to talk we're not going to be able to post shit or even probably talk on the phone without them coming and arresting us i think it's going to get bad in the next like year or whatever yeah it looks like all i know is like if they knew that shit was going to happen yeah they didn't do it like they they didn't act the same way they they acted when they knew Black Lives Matter was going to be there at the Capitol, and they brought this. Well, yeah, that's that's true. Soldiers. But but they're yeah. But people are taking it that it's like a race thing because it's Black Lives Matter is black and the other guys are white or whatever, and I don't think it has anything to do with that. I don't think so it either. Could be, but it could have. But I think it's, it could have. It could have. It could have. But. Um, then, well, but then if it was a negligence of them, or, or them trusting these people that they weren't going to do what they did, like break some windows and jump in there and get in there. Uh, but there's also that video when you see the guy open the gate. Why the fuck the guy opened the fucking gate? I know, didn't want the gate. I know, dude. You know what I mean? So I know. And then you see them himself. in line, waiting in line to go in like they're tourists. No, once they're inside the building, it's fucking crazy. But yeah, you bring up a good point. Imagine this. Imagine if it was a Black Lives Matter protest, and then you had some. Let's say there were some African American uh, intelligence or military people there blending in, and then they yeah. start going revolution. Come on, let's do it! And they start That's pushing awesome. them in, and then they let them in. And then they go, imagine if it was like a bunch of black people in there and, yeah. and you know, it could have happened to them too. That's, that's yeah. the thing. Like to me, it seems like it could have happened to anyone. And then they could have found some, like some speech by some, um, like Jimmy Dore or someone saying like, let's go, you know, let's, we're going to protest. We're going to, you know, like they could have, they could have done the same thing to black lives matter. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, sure. Exactly, but, but in this case, yeah, you know, in this case because it was a Democratic Party and they want, yeah. you know, it's a possibility yeah. that they wanted like speed up the whole situation because at the same time it was this yeah. whole situation with the voting that it wasn't clear who was the winner or not. It was still counting or something, or I don't know, I don't know. I remember that mm -hmm. same week there was still shit still hanging, you know, or whatever or. So yeah, I think there was a way to speed, or oh, it was going to happen anyway. So they had they had well, a date set up, but uh, you know, to make people well, to to make people, you know, to if, if there was any any other person, you know, any people that were doubting, you know, about the whole voting controversy, you know what I mean, about the counting or the votes and everything, when that shit happened they might go back to, oh, yeah, yeah, this shit is dangerous, you know, all this shit that Trump is instigating, so let's just let's just put this Biden over here, you know what I mean? Like, people be okay with what's going on right now, you know what I mean? With the mm -hmm. censorship and, you know, it's fucking ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Well, it's interesting because the censorship also started going after right-wingers. So they go after right-wingers 
and then eventually they start quietly deleting left wing left you know liberal and left wing accounts like the socialist website and stuff so it's like this thing too you know the 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 patriot act the new patriot act is going to be going against right wing extremists but then you know as soon as you have like a black lives matter protest they can use the same techniques they can have the fbi there they can start arresting people if you know they could put agent provocateurs in there that are like destroying property and stuff and they could start arresting people with facial recognition software just like you said in cuba they they rounded everyone up after the fact you know when you were talking about yeah. the the protest at the funeral parlor or whatever like yeah. and i was like really they could find them and you're like yeah they can find them they had cameras and now same thing here like with with they're going and they're finding those people who are at the Capitol. So the next time we have a Black Lives Matter protest, like they, they might go and arrest people after the fact, you know? Yeah. This is perfect. That shit is perfect for yeah. for the way they operate, you know? It yeah. it will be used against the left. They really don't care about right wing extremism. That's just a ruse. The what they don't yeah. like is the left. That's what I think. Yeah. No, exactly. Do you, they don't do you care about racism. You, you, you think fucking Biden cares about racism? No, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what Come I tell people. Man. Like, exactly. That's what I, I tell these people. Exactly. I tell these people <laughs> like, are you talking about racism? Are these people are racist and blah blah blah? And this motherfucker, he stands there and he takes, he says that he's against racism, but every single thing that he has done. Yeah. Every single bill that he passed away, all that shit is like against the uh, the you know to keep the 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 black people in jail to keep it down you know finances with everything, with education, yeah. with drugs, everything. With fucking, yeah. you know what I mean? And so, yeah. what make you think this guy is not a racist? This guy's a fucking racist too, but he doesn't say it. And a, on a speech, he he almost does. <laughs> he gets real. No, no. At me, some he, point, he's scarier than Trump when he talks about yeah, that yeah. shit. Dude, that video. Did I, did I send you mm -hmm. that video? That I yeah, the video I watched. That, that. I think. I Isn't watched. that shit scary, dude? That shit is fucking yeah. scary. Yeah. That shit is scary. You see the people sitting next to him when he's talking. Yes. It's yes. usually a lady, and they're looking yeah. like. What He's like, what the fuck? fuck? Exactly. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with He's he unhinged, to... dude. He's unfucking hinged. Like, that guy was a maniac. Yeah, it's insane. And today. Totally insane. I can't believe today, we elected that guy president. Today, there's this guy on in, in Twitter. He posted again all this video of Joe Biden being, like, creepy. Mm. And there's people still defending that motherfucker. Oh, he's just very affectionate. And I'm like, motherfucker, <laughs> there is no fucking way. That's the, man. So like the morality thing, man. Because Trump, they got this, shit on Trump, like being creepy with women, and they, they fucking hate that shit. But then I, the Trump the, people I, love it. And most of them responded this way. How about this? Or they posted something with Trump, with uh, Einstein, or Einstein, or whatever, Einstein, or whatever his name is. And uh, I was like, yeah. so... That erased the fact that this motherfucker is also so it's only one in the world. No, there's millions of them. These pedophiles or whatever or, or whatever people do. Right. This shit. There's right. millions. The whole planet's full of these people. 
Okay? Yeah. So this motherfucker yeah. is. That's the, that's our point. Our point is like this guy also does the same shit. Or worse, <laughs> because let me tell you something. Those videos, there is no way you're hugging my wife like that. There is no way you're touching my kids that way. There is right. no fucking way. And yeah. do you see the people, the parents or whatever, of those kids? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can, can tell they're... Right? Yeah, they got... No, but, I mean, they're not fine with it, but they don't say anything because... Exactly, exactly. They don't say anything because they probably, you know, they don't want to get fired or they don't want to, you know, it's, you know. Even, even the, little, the little kids, like the little Asian girl, he has his hands around her or whatever. She looks so uncomfortable, dude. Like, dude, <laughs> all of them, all of Terrible. them. This another girl, the other blonde girl that was more like a teenager. And then when he goes and he's going to... He touched his forehead with the other teenager forehead, and everybody's like, "What the fuck?" You know what I mean? Everybody's like, "Yeah." And then some other girl, to dude, some other girl that he's like, somebody's ah, like saying, "Oh, this is my daughter or my my niece, I don't know, whatever." And he's like, "Oh yeah, of course I remember her. Who's gonna forget those eyes?" And, and that kind of fucking yeah. thing. I'm like, "What the fuck?" You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, hmm. He's just like got power and he's drunk with power and arrogance. And exactly. Like he's just, I mean, God, the stuff he says about the, about the crime. You know, the, the thing about the crime bill is like, if you say that that crime bill caused um, an increase in, you know, mass incarceration or whatever, you can't post that on Instagram. I heard that they're going to, they're going to remove it if you post that. So, they came out with a study that said that his 94 crime bill did not increase mass incarceration, probably because crime was going down anyway. Crime was going down anyway, right? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. the thing is, though, what I learned today from your video is that Biden was also behind the bill that I think Bush put in or Reagan that made the um, sentencing laws like so much harsher for cocaine. Maybe it wasn't that crime bill that did that. I think it was an earlier one, but he was still bragging about it and talking about it. Biden was still advocating for, you know, um, making it making it much more difficult for for cocaine. Uh, I mean, much longer sentences for crack cocaine. I mean, it's a hundred times the sentence is a hundred times the level the sentence, um, the length of the sentence for powder cocaine. And like I said before, the part, the thing people also leave out is that the CIA was is the one who was putting the the crack cocaine into the communities. It was the fucking yeah. CIA. So it's like you make the thing fit a hundred times more longer of a sentence, and you get rid of your product, and they're making money for you to go fund your whatever fucked up shit you want to do over you know down in South America. Plus, the, you fill up the prisons with with you know people who are using crack cocaine because all you need is a little rock. He's like, he's like bragging about it. Like all you need is that little rock. (laughs) Yeah. Even, even if he didn't really do it, imagine all of a sudden I am, even if he didn't do it Mm -hmm. for real, and he's just bragging about it because that's another quality. He had to just come up with lies on the spot. I can tell. You know, like, yeah. oh, I have three degrees and I was the best in my class and all shit. I walk around with <laughs> right. Martin Luther King and I got in jail, you know, walking with Nelson Mandela and all this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Maybe he was bragging about it, but hey, 
if I come here and say, oh, you know, I killed a bunch of Jews and uh, German, you, how are you people going to take it, right? They're going to say this motherfucker is a Nazi or whatever. They're calling a, yeah. a fascist a Nazi anyone, right? So yeah. even if he didn't do it, but he's bragging about it, it's because he thinks it's a good thing. So you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, come on, bro. Well, he did write that crime bill, but they say that that crime bill didn't cause mass incarceration or an increase. Some study came out that said that. And so you can't post that. But the, I saw him talking about other stuff from before that. Whether or not he wrote it, he was still, yeah. like he said, like he's still for it. And, you know, the the language he's using is just so over the top. I don't care what happened. His intention was to fucking put people in jail, you know. Dude, he's scary. In jail! Yeah, he's in jail. We break him. We bulldoze him. Or some shit. Like, you're talking about the grave party yeah. and shit. And then when he's talking like a really, really, really low, it's like you're watching, right. what the fuck? Robert De Niro in like a crazy movie or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I mean, it really, it does. It does. It's like fucking Pacino or something, like going fucking crazy on this. Like who else has ever... I don't. I don't think I've heard anything more disturbing by by an American politician. It's like a psychopath. Trump. Like a... Trump saying stuff that he said about Mexicans being rapists and stuff was pretty disturbing. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, this is kind of worse in, in a lot of ways because he just it, was relentless. Trump couldn't have got away with that. No, for sure. If Trump would have said those words, there's no fucking way. He never did that. He never did anything like that. Never. The Central Park thing, those Central Park Five, that thing, he that that shit was pretty fucked up too. That Trump. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. But he never like as a politician, he never got up and and said all that crazy shit. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Bottom bottom line, dude. Bottom line. Bottom line is like, I don't know. The politicians are not solutions. We talked about this before. But yeah. Politicians, they have to be like you said. Somebody doesn't, that's not afraid to die. That's it. You know. Yeah. Even, even, even. Nobody's talking about Nancy Pelosi. Fucking stop. Right. You know? Yeah. She, With Tesla and Tesla, Tesla. Yeah. She invested in. What the fuck is that? You're not allowed. Yeah. You shouldn't be allowed to do that shit. You should be put in jail for that shit. She's going to be what? regulating the. What is she going to be doing? Something um, deciding gonna, to give them some sort of tax breaks or something? Electric either that vehicle. or impose, like, okay, by 2023, everything's going to be Tesla. I don't know, whatever. Who knows? Like some contracts. They do that shit so Tesla can get more contracts and shit like that right. or whatever. I don't know. But. Whatever it is, it's a conflict of interest because how the fuck sure. are you going to have the Speaker of the House, you know, investing in companies, yeah. especially a company yeah. that you know uh, is hungry for all these lithium mines everywhere in the world, 
Mm-hmm. And it's actually supporting, you know, doing deals with the government so they can fucking intervene over there or create some kind of situation so they can have a, like a friendly government there, you know what I mean? So they can do mm-hmm. whatever the fuck they want mm-hmm. or cheaper or yeah. whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. So but it, that's unacceptable. You shouldn't be, but if this is not the first time. This is not the first time that she no, does I know. Yeah, yeah. You know, I guess you see that video when it was like a 60 minutes, I guess when they still have some integrity or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 60 minutes what used to be on CBS, right? ABC or CBS or whatever. I don't know. And there was some situation with her or her husband. Yeah, um, I think I saw the video. I can't remember. Yeah, getting a stock from some credit card company or some shit like that or whatever. She denies that it's a, even a problem. She pretends like she didn't understand what you're what they're asking. Yeah, right? she said, oh, yeah. No, she, she gets mad and then she changes the subject and then she tells people to shut right. up. I was talking to my cousin, um, she emailed me and she's been kind of talking to me about politics a little, I don't really go too deep into it cause I don't want to freak her out, but, um, she, she works for the city where she lives hmm. and her husband works for the county or some shit like that. Like, like that somehow there was a conflict of interest between her, what she does for the city and what her husband does as an independent contractor as an, yeah. I don't know, he, he might be an architect or something. Mm. So they brought it up. She went to them and she said, do you think there's a conflict of interest between what I'm doing and what my husband does? And she said that it was so obvious, right? The potential for a conflict of interest, not that it was, but she felt yeah. like she had to say something so she didn't get in trouble. And she said yeah. none of them understood any, like none of them understood it. Like she said, like all these people, all these employees and politicians, local politicians and stuff, they didn't get it. They couldn't comprehend that there might be a problem. <laughs> and so she was telling me like, I don't know what her theory was, just incompetence. Like the government is just incompetent. And I said, you know, I don't know, man. I mean, maybe they hire people who don't, who who just don't understand that stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. maybe they're picked that. Maybe they're chosen that way because I don't know. That's interesting for sure. No, it sounds like the journalists maybe, don't understand it either. <laughs> like exactly that's the example not. I gave her. I said journalists yeah. don't understand that shit. They, you can't get any journalists to hold politicians accountable for anything. <laughs> it sounds like in their past. That would be maybe an issue, but 20 or 30 years later, mm-hmm. uh, the new politicians to come to those places, mm-hmm. people are being so corrupt or whatever. I don't know. That That's not an issue. Like, that's not even an issue, you know? They don't even train yeah. you for that shit. You know what I mean? That's the normal <laughs> thing. Yeah, it's okay. Right. Whatever. You can bring it, whatever. And then, <laughs> you know, fuck yeah. it. You just... Bring your husband, and uh, you want to get a few more extra jobs for him, so he can make more money with taxpayer money. Fuck it. What's wrong with that? There's nothing yeah. wrong with that shit. I don't think that I don't think they went that far, but but that's funny though. Yeah, <laughs> that it would be a like good comedy. Yeah. Oh no, that's not a worry. It's like you know, it's like Joe Biden having a. Uh, you know, his son working his on kid, a yeah. 
on Ukraine, whatever. That's cool, whatever. <laughs> tomorrow Ukraine. Fine. You know, tomorrow you tomorrow Ukraine comes to Biden and say, Hey, you know, I have a video of your son, you know, doing uh -huh. something to a minor. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But lately we need something. Uh, maybe you are able, you know, to take that, you know, whatever, and that's it. That's cool, you know. Yeah. That's not a confidence issue. That's a, that's normal stuff over there, you know. So. Yeah. Well, the the thing is that they were buying access to Joe Biden through the Sun, giving the Sun a job that he wasn't qualified for. Exactly. Now they have the son saying, okay, I, if you need a favor, just tell me and I'll go tell my dad. You know what I mean? Exactly. I it, it's, yeah, so they think that's part of it too. But yeah. nobody understands it. You know, it just depends on what party you're in. Again, it's like selective morality. Yes. Like if it's the other party, then it's bad. If it's your party, then, oh, I don't see any problem. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's so, crazy, dude. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. That's all I've been seeing all this this week about this shit. It's like, but it, dude, but it's crazy. Every week is something new. It's something new that is out of. Do you see that the motherfucking guy with the horns? Yes. Yes, I was gonna he's, say. He's gonna fucking testify against Trump. <laughs> that dude you know what was I mean? his. That dude was at Black Lives Matter protest too. He's not a fucking. He's a fucking paid actor. He had an acting yeah. website. <clears throat> yeah, dude. It's and insane. so fucking obvious, dude. Like, yeah, so that's now, the next step, right? Watch, he's gonna be the new hero of the Democratic Party, right? And <laughs> now people have been, dude. People have been trashing this guy forever, like. Oh, because I guess they were passing around. You know how they do. They, instead of talking about what we need to talk about, the millions of people, instead yeah. of sharing on their pages, make aware, yeah. making people aware of how much poverty is in the United States right now. Mm -hmm. Instead of sharing that, they spend the whole day sharing bullshit like this. Oh, this guy, he likes organic food, so now he's they're giving him organic food because he needs organic oh, yeah. food. Yeah, they've right, been trusting right. that motherfucker for whatever, you know. So, and that's yeah. how they fight. That's that's the risk. that's how they the whole page is gonna be just like that. That's why I have unfollowed so many people in my fucking thing because I'm gonna get a fucking heart attack, bro. But it's just like that. And now this motherfucker is gonna come and he's gonna do that and they're gonna put this show yeah. and then you'll see the difference on the post. The people are gonna it's be so saying, obvious, oh. like Yeah. The guy the guy's gonna be crying. No, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Uh, Trump make me do it. Oh shit! And then people are gonna right. be, oh poor guy, you know, he's you know he's confused and with his feelings, you know. And but he good that he found what he needed to find in himself to take the step of whatever fuck they want to put him there, and they're gonna make him. I don't know. It's fucking nuts. Dude. It's insane. It, it is insane. And then you have like. I don't know. I, I feel most frustrated by the people on the left who are buying into uh, the, the the whole thing. Like, I I don't know, man. I mean, I know that some bad shit went down, but I think that people were just hanging out until it got until they were 
they were like pushed to do it and they were pushed by infiltrators that were, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I think it's very tragic and it's bad for all of us, not only them, because it's going to be used against us because they don't give a fuck about right wingers. They care about the left. Yeah. Yeah. And the the other shit that happened. Normally. I was going to say one last thing. Normally they would uh, not crack down on right wing protesters because they like the right wing normally. But this yeah. particular thing, it seems like it was really, really, I mean, they were warned, the Capitol Police were warned that it was going to be like 80,000 people potentially. And they and they were having Congress in session, and they were going to do that certification of the election thing. And those two Republicans, that's the other thing, it's a distraction from the fact that two Republicans, one from the Senate and one from the House, were going to contest the election, and then they were going to have to go debate the election. They, The whole thing, to me, there's many motivations for it, but one of them seems to be that they that story got completely covered up. I don't even know what happened. I haven't even heard that they even did it. Like, I don't even know what fucking happened with that. But... Um, that was what was supposed to be going on. And I heard they had less security than they would have had on a normal session. And that's the other thing that makes it weird. Like they should have had at least a normal amount of security for when Congress is in session. But according to that guy who was there, he said it was even less than normal. So something seems to be wrong with the situation to me. I don't know. Yeah, man. That's just, you know, and a lot of people know that that shit was not normal. That shit was not normal. It's not. If you know it's going to be yeah. eighty thousand people there, yeah. Sometimes I don't think there were, like, but they were warned that it could be. Yeah. That it could be. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but exactly. And you know how they operate. You know how they do it. Normally, if some kind of situation like that, they just would have bring the uh, would have brought the army or whatever the national guard. The I know. Same way now we got the up. army. After the yeah, exactly after the revelation, even even though See, finally finally everybody was so happy that Biden won that you need to bring eighty thousand troops or thirty thousand troops. Can you imagine if Trump did that? And he's Isn't treating that him like the best shit. Picture? Huh? I said he's treating him like shit too, like making them sleep in parking garages on top of each other. Yeah, dude. Like um, yeah. It's did crazy. you see Tulsi's tweet about? His, yeah. Did you declare martial law? Uh, what? She, she Tulsi asked Biden, like, did, have you declared martial law yet? Because it sure seems like that's what you're doing with all these troops on, on you know, on uh, domestic uh, land or whatever. Yeah, I didn't see that part, but I saw I saw some parts of the video when she went to, to Fox, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but yeah. she's tweeting no. at him. I mean, she's clearly not on the fucking Joe Biden bandwagon. So she endorsed him. But I think it's like you and I said, it's because yeah. Bernie fucked her and she was just giving Bernie the finger. And Exactly. You know, and I, I never was offended by that endorsement. Um, Man, remember that we would, we were always like, you know, we were like a big Bernie supporter, but we really liked her, you know? We mm-hmm. really always had a second yeah. choice, you know? Like something happened, yeah. taxi president, you know? 
she would be the great vice. But in the end, I think she would have been. Now I can tell she would have been, even though she has some like um, uh, conservative sides, but dude, she would have been yeah. way better than any anybody right now, any other person. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I mean, I think yeah. she's the most of the issues that we must uh, mostly, you know, support. She's behind it. I know. I mean, you know, there were some things that were disturbing, like when Jimmy pushed her to, to you know, maybe about recruitment. I don't know if it was about recruitment, but basically, she wouldn't, she wouldn't talk bad about troops who who did bad things or whatever. Like she had, she has like some sort of weird uh, military views, but she still is trying, you know, acts like she's against wars. So. Yeah, I don't know. No, at least she might be a little brainwashed <laughs> for the military. Yeah. yeah, no, I can tell she's kind of like uh, have a little, yeah, like a little mentality of badass, you know. Uh, yeah, but it's way better. But at the same time, she has that balance. I think she has kind of like a balance in mm-hmm. between that and between the only oh, soul a lie too or whatever acts. Yeah, you can tell anymore. I yeah, but. yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't trust her. <laughs> I wouldn't put. I yeah. wouldn't put my faith in her. But she was definitely my favorite. Did you vote for her? Or did you vote for Bernie? No, I I voted for Jesse Ventura. <laughs> no, me too. But right in, the, big... in the primary. No, in the primaries, I vote for Bernie. Okay, me too. That's what I did too. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I regretted it though almost instantly, man. I was like, I should have voted for Tulsi, that motherfucker. Like, I was tempted the next... to do it too. Huh? I was tempted to vote for her too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, it is what it is. It shit happens. But uh, <laughs> yeah, she runs again. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder what she's gonna do, man. I don't know. I mean, they they okay. sure fucking went after her. Ugh. It was because like the, the lynching. Cash. It was like the the fucking the virtual lynching. The shit they did to Trump, they did it to Jimmy. They, they, yeah, did, yeah. they did it to her. Did you see the video that I sent you? Right, the one that she's like, she went to the view and she she. I saw it before. I didn't watch it again when you sent it. Oh my god, she's like, she's like. Basically saying you, you guys are just you are disrespectful. You know what I mean? She's like that's that's a lie. Like story a lie yeah. right there. It's like I just yeah. I was wishing her just to tell her. You know what? Bitch, you know, come on. What yeah. I I I would hope for her to say. What the fuck have you done? Besides yeah. sitting here and just you know what I mean? Something like that. But I know she probably. But I could tell in her face like she was kind of like I was she fucking covered by those fucking She's hairs and fucking. <laughs> Rip their throats out. <laughs> Drag you like a mop around here. With, uh, clean their throats with you, fucking bitch. Yeah, yeah. Like, plus, it's so disrespectful. This woman is like, come on. It's horrible. Oh, my God. I hate that woman. And Whoopi Gobert, too. I used to love Whoopi, but. Me, too, yeah. That shit on the view changed my <clears throat> mind. Like, she I was showed watching her SNL. Oh yeah, no. And the color of the money is hard when you get the money. Dude, the people are getting paid so much money that 
Yeah. They don't want to stop that cash flow, you know? It's fucking hard. Well, it's it's like Jimmy said in that in that joke, you know, I went to see him live in one of the shows he he talked about the view and he had the idea on stage like it, that's why they call it the view because they all agree with each other. It's all the state propaganda view like that's what they're there to propagate. They're there to tell you what the view is and and all the women in the world who watch it are like, you know, that's what they're they get programmed by that shit every day. Like they get that, that dose of propaganda every morning, the view, like this is what you're supposed to think. And they have little, little, little arguments about like shades of truth, but they all agree that John McCain is the man and, you know, war is good. Anyway. Yeah. I, I say it a lot because he said it as a joke, but I think it's really true. I think he hit on something like that's what that show is. You know, it's, yeah. it's the view. <laughs> There's yeah. no other view. There's no other views allowed. That's it. <laughs> There's only one view. Yeah. And it's that view. <laughs> right. Poor Jimmy Dore has been all fucking blasted. All these oh, people. Man. Who, man, people that's are so amazing. fucking... People are working. And that, that's why... That's what I'm telling you. That's why it's so hard because... Everybody's yeah. pulling. Like right now, I just got a tweet for somebody. I don't know. I tweeted something to Biden, or whatever. And the uh-huh. guy, somebody just tweet, you know, a picture of, you know, that oh, video. Yeah. Donald I saw Trump that. Dance, yeah, dancing next to uh to Epstein, or whatever. So that automatically oh, right. makes Biden good. Let's uh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> automatically makes Biden Jesus. <laughs> the funny thing is like I haven't seen a video of uh, not even you know any of those two which I know they probably are I know one was and Trump is probably also a creepy guy too and he probably raped uh, somebody I don't yeah, know he, I can, he, I, I can say creepy. that but yeah I, I saw something saying like the two of them had a lawsuit together uh, from this girl that she said that she got raped by by them. But I don't know if it's some yeah. bullshit or whatever. But whatever. Right. I'm I'm not putting my hand on the fire for Donald Trump, of course, you know. Uh, but I'm just talking about those videos that I'm seeing. Like, I wouldn't let my kids, you know. I would yeah. tell them, don't fucking touch my kids that way again. Or I fuck, you know, it's like, come on, bro. It's like, what's up with that shit, you know. It's insane. But anyways, yeah. but that's how that's how people are. That's how people are. And now with you know with Jimmy Dore they can they can you know. I saw a v vi- I saw a video of the Black Panthers. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't remember if he was that guy, uh uh Fred Hampton. I don't know if it was him or maybe if it was but I think it was him, maybe. Uh yeah. when he got a like a meeting, he's in a meeting with the he's talking to the white supremacist. And they're having a discussion, having a, a you know, and they're, they have, you can tell these guys are agreeing with him. And he, yeah. and he's actually being like a firm. He's like, you know, like saying, dude, it's the same shit with you. It's the same shit with you. And us, the same. We need to unite because these motherfuckers, they don't give a fuck about you either. You know what I mean? They want to, and you can tell these people, yeah. And there was this kid that said, no, I just want to, actually, this is kid that said, no, like, like, you can tell the kid, it's one of those, People that 
you just want to get a gun and start shooting. Uh, he's like, no, 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 dude, that's not the thing. That's not, that's not the strategy. You know, you can be doing that shit. And you know, the Black Panther is telling this guy, you know, even though the Black Panther have the way that the, uh, the right wingers try to portray them is like they're violent and shit like that. The guy yeah. says, no, bro, that's not the way it is. You know, yeah. it's like peaceful protests and shit like that. And we need to get together and stick together. Uh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And but these people now with Jimmy Gore, it's like, come on, dude. You have to. A lot of people, like, if you do the math, every single person that that try to do that and unite the people has been killed. So right. they must be doing yeah. something right. They must be doing something right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But the people are like, and there are a lot of people that get paid to that shit. To smear him and yeah, give me the war and I don't know if people really believe that shit. The Nazis and the fascists or whatever. It's like, <laughs> all right, bro. You know. Yeah. And well, like he happened? said, what? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, he was just talking, and this is how I felt too. That the people who don't know anything about him. Are, are just going to see how he's a racist or whatever they're calling him today. I mean, they, they change it up all the time, but like, you know, he doesn't know what he's talking about or he's dumb or he's fucking, you know, supporting a, a fucking right wing extremist or whatever. And they're not going to know anything about him. So they're never going to hear the logic. They're never going to hear his side of the story. So, you know, he, he's big, but he's not that big, you know? Yeah. I, I got really pissed. I got really pissed from that shit. I even team. I got real pissed at Team Black. I was like, fuck, man, this is fucking bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. He was saying, oh, all this, they want to bring his white racist, uh, white beat, white boys or whatever. I'm like, fuck you, dude. That's bullshit. That is fucking bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. That, that's yeah. not an argument. That's not an argument. No, you can yeah. never. Dude, there's proof that you can reunite with these people. The, the, the essence of this situation is we are not going to embrace them. We're going to make them embrace us. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. you're gonna, because the reason these people are the way they are is because they're ignorant of your culture right. or all that shit. They've been, they've been brainwashed all their life. So yeah. when you start getting closer to these people, and these people, you know, like in a situation, like a, when they're at war, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. two guys are at war on, I don't know, Vietnam or whatever, and the one is white and the other is black. And for some reason, one the white person get, I don't know, and the black guy saved his life, I'm pretty sure that shit's going to change his mind, right? So right, this is the right. same situation. This is the same situation. We are, we are actually, you know, uh, battling for our lives right here. If this motherfucker keep that shit up, <laughs> we're basically yeah. drowning. You know what I mean? It's like, I know me, I must still have a job. I used to have a job. So somehow we can, but there's a lot of people don't have any job. They lost their job and they have the health insurance because well, the system is so fair that your health insurance depends on your job. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> It's it's like, you know, Castro. Didn't Castro come to the U.S. for help and they denied it so then he went to the Soviet Union? Yeah. 
I'm sorry, what? Did, didn't Castro come to the U.S. first for help, and then they said no, so then he got help from the Soviet Union? You, um, I'm not sure about that. You mean in the beginning, before? Yeah. Before he did the revolution or after? I don't know. I don't know. But at some point, I thought we could talk. We could talk about Vietnam too. At first, they came to us, I think, for help, and then we said no until they went to to the Soviet Union. I, I think that's what happened. I mean, it's like you know, if if you don't, if you have an opportunity to before someone becomes a white supremacist, to yeah. supremacist, I always say it wrong, to to grab yeah. them and, and and you know have them on your side, but you can lose them because if if you just like say fuck you you're a white guy you're white right leaning fuck you you're deplorable then they then they could get sucked into the other side exactly you know? it's like exactly. yeah yeah so and you're absolutely right i agree with you 100% yeah it's like you need to you know if you start pushing people away and this is exactly yeah. what happened dude i couldn't believe it when i when i was watching the show jimmy Dore live and he had mm-hmm. the bungalow, the bungalow guy first. And then I remember I was driving and watching that shit, dude. And when the mm-hmm. guy from the union came out from the Socialist Party, and I said, yeah. oh, Jimmy, you're up the first. Yeah, thank you for having me. But first, I just want to say, I can't believe. I was right, and I was like, what the? F-? I was like, what the fuck? Unbelievable, I was like, dude. I, I was going to tell you, I said, dude, this shit is getting fucking crazy. But I don't remember if I texted you or not. <laughs> Because so I was driving. I think so, I was driving, I wanted, too. I was yeah, driving when like, I was on, too. I was like, what the fuck? This is like a twilight zone right now. And Jimmy like, just, yep. you know, and Jimmy was like, dude, what the fuck? I it's know. Just, didn't you that just was so great. <laughs> dude. So great. No, he it, did re- and then Jimmy what really good. Huh? And then the irony, he also gave Jimmy a hard time about about talking about how Twitter shut down the president's Twitter account. And yeah. he was like, oh, I'm not going to really lose any sleep about... And he kept bringing that up, too. And and when Jimmy's like, dude, they're going to come after you next. And sure enough, like two days later, they shut down the World Socialist website Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, dude. Exactly. <laughs> I, I remember... It's amazing that that happened. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> exactly. But a lot I, of these people don't know shit about that shit. They, just, they don't know, like, that's oh what's happening. God. You know what I mean? There's something... Because I post, yeah. I, I post all these videos, you know, I was like, these screws I share, but I'm pretty sure all these motherfuckers they don't watch it because the only reason I share all this is so I want people to start watching and get hooked and see, you know, yeah. this perspective, yeah. you know, get interested and yeah. maybe change their mind. And right, I was like, right. I wish people like would click watching this shit so they can see what we were talking about. Yeah. about the, the, there's no good. You're either for it or against it, but you cannot be like one side on the other side. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. But that shit was awesome. And then <laughs> I like how he said it. He's like, so is this is how you, this is how you're planning on winning this fucking, you need to get people on your side. The more people, the better. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. What are you going to tell the Nazi or the, or whatever, this guy, or whatever, that you don't even know him personally, right? So you think mm-hmm. he's a fascist because he's, he's you know, his prejudices or whatever. whatever. First you, of all, he's very he, young too. I mean, people who are yeah. young are impressionable. Why don't you the uh, said, convince him? Exactly. 
And you need to, that's, but that's what Martin Luther King used to do. That's what Malcolm X used to do. That's what the guys in the Black Panther used to do. They used to sit and talk and say, okay, no, but that's yeah. no way. Check this out. Boom, boom, boom. But you don't go and say, oh, fuck you. Oh, the fuck out of exactly. here. I want to see you. Think about this, though, dude. I mean, it's the same thing as forced to vote. Like, are you really trying to win? Or are you just trying to talk and, you know, have your fucking little little show that you're putting on? Because it's the same thing. Like, do you really want to win? Because if you did, you would try to convince these people too. But no, it's the same It's the same thing as forced to vote. Like, these motherfuckers are fake, man. They're fake. They're fake. That World Socialist website is full of shit, dude. They are exactly like Elizabeth Warren. Exactly. Yeah. They just come out and tweet something. Oh, we need to yeah. change uh, the way, blah, blah, blah. That's it. But it doesn't say how, how we're going to change it, how we're going to do it, how, you know, we need to, you know. I, I, Everything is, I, people should have uh, a car. You know what I mean? People should have a car to drive and move yeah. from one point A to point B. You know what I mean? But Well, they, I, I started reading that shit toward the election because I heard Steph say, you know, because someone asked her, like, what do you read? And she was like, well, I like the World Socialist website and I like Black Black um, Agenda Report. Black Agenda Report is badass. Um, yeah, yeah. I started looking at the World Socialist website. I had seen it before, but I, didn't, I, I read it about five days in a row. And I actually started to believe some of the shit, like, oh, fuck, man, Trump's going to have his goons, like, at the election, at the polls, and they're going to keep people from voting. And, and I was kind of worried about it, you know? And none of it happened. And then I was like, these motherfuckers, and they don't they don't print any kind of retraction or we were wrong or anything. They just keep going on about their anti-Trump shit. And I was like, these guys are fucking, there's something wrong with these motherfuckers. Like, they're not, and then you can tell, like, the way he was acting with Jimmy was really bizarre, dude. Like, that was weird, man. Like, he's very triggered by Trump and, like, he's afraid to, like, you know, that's not serious. It's not a serious guy who's trying to change the world for the better. Uh, so I'm glad their fucking shit got shut down. Fuck those motherfuckers. Like, they're up to no good. <laughs> they're not helping exactly. anyone. Exactly. He doesn't get they're, exactly. They're, they're just like AOC. They're fucking bullshit. They're bullshit and they're way out, you know? They're, they're not serious about, about trying to change the world. Unbelievable, dude. It's crazy. Like every week, something's going on. Like you can see, like the way things happen. And I'm like, I can't believe people are not putting shit together. Like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, hmm, this is interesting. This and that, or whatever, you know. Like they, they are not. They are not. They're not original thinkers. I mean, I, and a lot of people are new to politics. I mean, I think like. Um, the Bernie thing brought a lot of people into politics who never were into it. And um, Trump brought a lot of people into politics who were never into it. And yeah. like, they're just like, they hated Trump. They, you know, they, the media demonized him to such a level. And he did it to himself too, by saying all this shit about Mexicans being rapists. And he is a fucking rapey guy himself. I mean, talking the way he would talk about women on the Howard Stern show. I mean, it's fucking creepy. And, yeah. um, and I understand it. I understand it, but because I've, you know, 
I saw Bush and I saw Obama and I saw that they were the same. And I, you know, I could, I didn't have that trigger. Like I didn't have that trigger. And, and so I don't know, man, I think that, I don't know. I hope that people like with me, I had the trigger with Bush and then I saw Obama doing the same shit and it scared the shit out of me because I, I was scared of Bush. I was really afraid. And then with Obama, I was even more afraid because, you know, like the, the fucking indefinite detention bill and shit like that is it scary. And he's, he's like assassinating Americans with drones. Like that shit is scary. And now they're talking about assassinating uh, domestic terrorists with drones with the, with Biden. They're already like, okay with it. Like the fucking media is okay with it already. They're asking the question. Someone on MSNBC was like, well, can we just use a drone or something like it's fucking crazy. Like they're going to start droning motherfuckers in, in the United States. <laughs> they, they're going to stop sending they're going to stop sending uh, troops but they're going to use drones <laughs> right you know what I mean yeah and that's yeah. like okay I'm not sending troops I'm just sending drones <laughs> Dude, yeah. they're changing the word uh, you know what they're doing for immigration for the kids in the cages what? they're changing the words oh. alien because the alien is a very degrading word. That's what they do. They're changing the words and the fucking yeah. They're going to keep it the same shit. They're going to paint the cages, I don't know, different color. Know like animals animal. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're going to put a little like stuffed animals around here. You know? Yeah. I, I don't know they what they're doing really about these cages, kids. are they? I mean, let's let's be real about it. It's a big cage. Like there's chain link fence on it, and there's like a big area where there's cots and stuff. Yeah, they're not really I've in seen, cages, right? I've seen pictures. I've seen pictures of kids, but I don't know if I saw the famous pictures. But I saw a picture, uh, a picture that I have this like kids sleeping on the floor and shit like that. And I remember there was this kid that died. Uh -huh. Like there was, they were kind of in the cages, and there was two kids, and one of them, they were like teenagers, those two kids. Uh, and he went to the bathroom, and he died in the bathroom. He was sick of something. I don't remember what happened. Oh, wow. I remember that was a big No, I'm sure they treat them. I'm sure that they're not treated well. I'm not trying to, but I'm just yeah. saying, like, let's be real about it. Like, I saw, when they were saying kids in cages, it was like a big room with a, like a gymnasium-sized room with a bunch of yeah, cots yeah. or mattresses, and it had chain-link fence on the outside. So. Yeah, yeah. Is that what they're talking about? I'm not sure. I think that's what it is. I don't think the cages I mean, uh, are. It's not uh, like a cage for a kid cages. or like a yeah. Yeah, yeah, like an old cage, like that, like, like what they did to uh, the guys who were the you know the Native Americans or the people that were protesting uh, protesting against the the pipelines. Uh huh. Uh, remember that time they put people I, in. You know, I didn't. Cages. I don't know too many details about that. No, at that time I saw people in cages, like in, in animal cages, like in cages that you put a couple of dogs or something like that, like small. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Like the small. Yeah, those, those cops, they did that shit to people. Oh, well, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me yeah. at all. I just always envisioned that that's what they were talking about with the kids in cages. But then when I yeah. saw a video and it was actually Obama's cage, it was just a big room. 
with yeah. Chainlink Fence. So no wonder they didn't really get mad about it when Obama did it. So then they turned it into a cage when it was Trump, you know? Yeah. I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> also, it's just, okay. But the thing is, like, they run the fucking four years on that. You would think yeah. that would yeah. be taken care of right away because that was the priority. Those kids in the cages were fucking oh, yeah. priority. No, the priority was the same day that Lady Gaga is singing the national <laughs> anthem, the American troops are already crossing from Iraq to Syria. <laughs> that was the fucking priority. That's the priority. The same yeah, fucking man. day. Great point. Great point. Dude, that was the same day. Wow. The same day, brother. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? That's the priority. But these people they don't can't, see, They couldn't they don't wait, dude. That's, that as soon as fucking JFK's body wasn't even cold yet before they reversed his Vietnam policy where he was going to bring a thousand troops home by Christmas. It was like yeah. Sunday. Like Sunday, like before even Monday, he died on Friday. I think Sunday, LBJ made a deal. Like you'll have your war. It's 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 the same thing. It's fucking amazing. No, <laughs> it's amazing. They can't fucking wait Dude, to get the war. <laughs> I I wonder I wonder if there's a song, there's a song, uh, that guy from the Fugees. Yeah. That he, I think he kind of mentioned something like that, like. He said, if I was president, assassinated on Sunday, uh, blah, blah, blah. but I think, I wonder he means, I don't remember exactly the lyrics, but now oh, he mentioned this yeah. shit. I wonder yeah, if he's yeah. talking about that. Hmm, that's crazy. I'm going to have to revisit that shit. Uh, anyway. Yeah, and, okay. and people people try to act like, like JFK didn't have a plan to um, to bring the troops home, but it's like more, like Chomsky refuses to acknowledge it, but it's fucking true. Like they, they have the document now. And um, since he said it for so many years before the document existed, I guess he just refuses to acknowledge it. He just loves to paint him as a, as a warmonger, but he wasn't, he wasn't a warmonger. Like he fucking wasn't. Yeah. And, uh, there's an amazing story. This guy, um, John Judge, his mom worked in the Pentagon, and it was her job to predict the amount of deaths that would happen based on how many troops they were going to um, uh, request. And she said that they, you know, around April or something, I don't know, like earlier in the year before JFK died, it went to zero. Like, no, you know, she knew that they were going to bring troops home. And she 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 knew it before, and then he asked his mom later, like, when did they reverse the numbers? And he she said like Monday, like the fucking Monday after. So it's like not only do we know that LBJ had his um, had his uh, his own order that he signed that undid JFK's order to bring the troops back, they also had his this guy's mom also uh, knew that. That they they change the numbers on Monday, so it's like it's fucking crazy, man. Wow, that's insane, yeah. bro. Insane. <laughs> I can't believe this shit, bro. Dude, we're living like I can't believe. I was thinking about that. It's like shit. I never, you know, I don't know because I never paid attention before or what, but. I remember when I'm over here, you know, I knew who the president was and shit, but I had no fucking idea how everything yeah. 
you know, like. But you know what I was going to say when I was saying that people are new to paying attention to politics? I think yeah. that you, maybe you didn't pay attention to American politics, but one of the reasons why I always like to talk to you is because you talked about Cuban politics and you always had like the inside knowledge of what the people think happened as opposed to what the official stories were and stuff. So I think like you were already thinking about a corrupt government and how they treat the people and how they lie and all this stuff and all the tricks they pull. Like you're already aware of that shit. So when you start to see it over here, it's familiar to you. Yeah, no, but the thing that, uh, when I first met you, for example, my views were still a little like right wingers. Like, no, I, don't I think, know. I don't, maybe, maybe if I would have moved or if I, you know, if I would stay in Miami, I would be a Trump supporter right now. I don't know. Uh, because yeah. when I came from Cuba, I had the same mentality of, oh, this is a fucking savior. The United States, the best country in the world, all that shit. Yeah. And yeah. coming from the territory, so for me, this is like, you know, and I'm seeing all these cars, all this food, all this shit, all this, this shit, whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, well, but, but you also... I, I didn't think, I didn't think this government would do stuff also yeah. similar to what they do in Cuba. Like what we were talking about the right. other day that you were asking me about how Cuba became a dictatorship. And I was telling you, it wasn't, it oh, yeah. wasn't right away. You know, uh -huh. he wasn't right away. They made a big show over there. They, mm -hmm. Castro, when he first took power, he didn't he didn't mention he want to be a president. He didn't mention none of that shit. They actually put right. somebody else as a president. <clears throat> somebody, I think it was some. I'm not. I need to work on my Cuban history too. Uh, but uh, I think it was somebody that was either. I don't remember if he was already like the vice president or somebody mm -hmm. that he put in there. But then somehow they did this theatrics mm -hmm. uh, that he basically made the people beg him. To right. Do the yeah, meeting. you were talking about that before. Yeah. Yeah. And there was the whole thing too with the white dove, you know? Mm -hmm. That wasn't the Bernie shit. I think the Bernie thing was something that happens by coincidence, but the Castro thing, I think, it was oh. a fucking show. They throw okay. a bunch of a bunch of doves in the air like mm -hmm. a symbol of peace or whatever the fuck, mm -hmm. and there were like twenty of them or ten, I don't know, and one of them just mm -hmm. came straight. And landed on his shoulder. It's a famous picture. <laughs> he landed on his fucking shoulders. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That shit was the shit. You know? Are you sure Bernie didn't have that thing rigged too, man? Well, <laughs> maybe. Maybe he did it too. That's you know? interesting. I never knew about that. Yeah, that's why. What, what do you think the Cuban people, that was the first memes that started using when that shit happened? So that can happen to Bernie. The people from Miami, they were all like, say, oh, look, it's like like Castro. He's a fucking communist. Oh, interesting. You know? He was, a, wow. Bernie already had a, Bernie already had the communist rap. You yeah. Know, on the Cuban community there. But when the bird came out, mm. as soon as I put the picture or whatever, 
Oregano. Yeah. That was the first thing that my dad said. And everybody said, oh, it's just like Castro. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking fool. You're being fool, whatever. Which I've been fool. I have to admit that. Yeah. Yeah. We're all we being fooled by Bernie Sanders, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but dude, that's how they did it. And then I think they did another show where they got, they had the guy and the people were, no, you, you, and he said, no, 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 no. It's a good, this guy's a good guy. You know, the whole fucking show, you know? Yeah. It was a whole show. And the final I said, okay, it's so good. I'll do it. <laughs> do you guys insist? I'm gonna fucking be the owner of this fucking country right now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's how little by little. So that's why he. They didn't say they were socialists until a year later or something. And right, he right. just said it on a speech. Uh huh. He didn't announce. He didn't. No, one of his speeches. He used to talk for hours, and then yeah, we're socialists. And everybody was like, <laughs> a lot of people were like, what the fuck. Well, first, right. first he didn't say shit like that. First, then maybe that's like, the pre- period where he was asking the USA for help or something. Maybe I don't know. Maybe. I heard, I always heard that he that he he tried and then, and then they said fuck you and then he went to the Soviet Union. Yeah, but I, don't, um, I could be wrong. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't doubt it. You know, it's fucking crazy. There's a lot of shit going on in Cuba. I don't know what the fuck is. Uh, this girl, why doesn't she go over there? It's a lot of shit. Well, the Cubans also yeah. make a lot of fucking drama. These people, I get pissed off at these people on Facebook. It's like all they do, they're taking all this away, all the rights over here, uh-huh. you know, and uh, they're fucking worried about Cuba and shit. But, but I understand, you know, it's understandable. Me too, I, you know, I follow that shit. Yeah. I want Cuba to be free of these assholes or whatever, too. Right, but, right. I don't know. They also have this different way. Like they want to, but they, they. That's what I say. Like right now, I'm different. Like I'm still want Cuba to be free from that shit. Yeah. And I know that shit sucks and it's bad and needs to be deal with. <clears throat> but but I also don't agree with embargo for example. But these people mm-hmm. are like, oh fuck these motherfuckers. But then they want embargo. <laughs> like, dude, the embargo is only. <laughs> it's only hurting these people. It's right, hurting, right. Hurting your family over there. It's not. Yeah. It hasn't worked for sixty years. I don't know how long. Uh, Fifty, sixty. You know. Yeah. It's time for yeah. something new. You have to use a different strategy. You have to use yeah. the strategy they use. Uh, uh, you know, like that music that you know that uh, thing about the, the Berlin Wall and everything. That shit was fucking amazing. Yeah. You know, it makes me think like sometimes I don't want to think too much because then we're going to get to the point that we're going to be able to trust anybody. <laughs> I know. So you're talking about the, um, the, the, the wind the of change podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah. The possibility that that song might be written by, to tell you through, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think, dude, Almost a hundred percent. That guy, <laughs> the managed kids, kids. Come yeah, on. we should say something right now. Like, if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to the Wind of Change podcast, you should stop listening to this and go listen to that podcast because it's fucking amazing. 
Um, I think it's propaganda, but I still think it was really, really entertaining. Um, but yeah, so we're going to spoil it a little bit. So anyway, so go ahead. What were you going to say? Yeah, no, it was really entertaining because there's two things that I got from the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And which I'm pretty sure you agree. I'm pretty sure that's basically the whole show, basically that yeah. the first comment came from the CIA guy. You know? Yeah. Uh, but I also think also about that, that that's probably something that CIA did just to fuck with you. You know what I mean? They dropped okay, something. Okay, so say that again. So the first comment came, well, it came, uh, their friend was was training, his, no, their yeah. friend had a friend who was training, who his trainer at the CIA told him that they wrote, the wind of change song yeah right that's what you mean yeah yeah okay and when they called the other person i don't know if it was the same guy the guy yeah. freaked out and said no 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 don't <laughs> use my name don't poop so that right. it sounded like like something is going on right and then the whole situation with the, at the end the guy that managed all his bands the yeah. guy was the guy was busted and the biggest bust, biggest <laughs> drug bust in the history of the United States and the world. Yeah. Something humongous. Trailers of shit or some shit like that. Yeah. Book, <laughs> yeah. You know, like billions book, of dollars. Big chips. Yeah, like like billions of fucking dollars in drugs. The guy just and everybody else gets sent to jail on this guy. Even Noriega. <laughs> Even Noriega was sent to jail, and this motherfucker walks away with nothing, yeah. and they only tell yeah. him, oh, no, this is good. Uh, you know, can you do like a concert right here in, uh, in the high school or some shit? You know what I mean? Like some famous, yeah. some judges or some shit. And then he right. went away and did this concert right over there, like, that shit's kind of like, okay, it has to be a deal. There was a deal done, some kind of deal done. So Yeah, I mean, I've heard about that guy before being CIA or, or intelligence or have connections. And I can't remember what what it was. I think it's in the book um, um, Weird Scenes from the Canyon. I seen an interview with the author yesterday. I don't know if you watched it, listened to it, but... That guy's yeah, yeah. fucking amazing. Huh? <clears throat> no, send it to me when you get a chance. I like to... Oh, I did send it to you yesterday, but I was like in the middle of our conversation, so you might have missed it. But uh, oh. you should check it out. I mean, if you want to know about CIA and, and rock and roll. Was it email or was, a, was it email? It right? was a text. It was a text. I'll send it to you again. I listened oh, to it after I sent it to you because the guys like changed my life, like just like changed my whole perspective about everything. Like, um, it's unbelievable the shit he's uncovered. But um, so I think he talked about Doc McGee in his book. Um, I think that's his name, right? McGee? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, to me, I agree with you. But I also think there's something weird about um, the guy. All the people who said that they didn't want to be on the record, to me, there's something a little weird about that because 
we know that all our phone conversations are recorded and are accessible by keyword. There's no secrets from the intelligence community. So they're pretending that we're not in a surveillance state. Like, don't use my name. Use an actor. You know, like, like if, if, the, if the agency found out I'm telling you this, I could, you know, be in a lot of trouble. Like, come on, dude. Like, the, the agency knows everything that you do. You know, everything that you say, yeah. even if you're not on the phone, according to Snowden, your phone is still recording your shit. Like, it, it, everything we say is being recorded. So that, to me, was bullshit. And that's the propaganda part of it to me. It's like, there's something wrong with this thing. Like, plus the guy's friends with, like, the guy from Pod Save America, who's also a CIA guy. That's, like, Democratic Party propaganda. Like, I never even listen to it. I just hear people talk about it a lot. Like, um Katie Halper and stuff. They talk about positive America a lot. But anyway, so that was kind of creepy. But I think that um, it's interesting. And I think the whole idea of them promoting that they wrote the song might just be um, a way to make them look better because they do a lot of bad shit. But if they wrote that song, like maybe it's like a good thing that they did, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's also exactly. That's also that's what I was saying. It's like you know, you don't know, but the whole thing was fascinating to me. Like, oh my god, what the fuck? Yeah, but it's you know, really well I wanna, done. I don't want to be too paranoid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the point, it's like, then what are we gonna trust anymore? Like, you don't know. Hmm, like maybe yours. See, yeah, yeah, too. You know? <laughs> I think that. Uh... I was going to ask you, who do you think the person was at the dinner? Because they said there was a there was a uh, a rock star at the dinner for all these CIA guys. Um, mm, which one? And they thought it was Klaus from the Scorpions. Um, but they mm. don't know. Like uh-huh. the the lady wouldn't tell him who it was, or she didn't know who it was. I don't know. Oh yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I don't know who that person was. Yeah, that was yeah. another part that. Nobody could ever figure it out. And yeah. I found it funny that that lady, that Klaus, uh, somebody asked, you know, he asked Klaus to go see this lady that mm-hmm. she used to work for the CIA or she wasn't in the CIA. Mm-hmm. And the lady specifically asked him to whistle the song. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, I wonder if she's the one that wrote the song, the lyrics or something. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't know. Maybe somebody gave the lyrics to him. Maybe he maybe he only wrote the music and somebody gave the lyrics to him, mm-hmm. like a poem or something. And yeah. then it was this lady, and then this lady just want to hear him from the yeah. original guy, you know? So I don't know, but that's fucking bullshit. But, you know, well, I think that there's also... Um, because they don't know anything about music. Uh, They did say that somebody could have got him to do it without him knowing. And that's totally true. I mean, it makes sense that somebody should have written a song like that. It makes sense that he would have done it. It makes sense that he would have had the idea. But if he didn't have the idea... It also makes sense that if the CIA wanted a song like that done, that they could have 
that, that well, Dr. Jimmy McGee could could have just like said, "Hey, man, you should write a song about this. This is so amazing. You should write a song about it or something." You know what I mean? Like it could be yeah, a subtle yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah like an influence angle or something. Like maybe he doesn't even remember it. Yeah. You know. So it, I think he wrote it because he was talking about about he grew up how he did. The way he did it, it was yeah, and and the way he wrote it, the way he says you wrote it, I don't, it's all believable. I mean, none of it is not believable. Yeah, and he seems such but a it, nice guy too in the interview. He does, he does. But yeah. it also is interesting that he never wrote a song before. That's the part that's weird. He yeah, never wrote a, a song before. Who is he in the band? I I never got into. I knew about that band. I knew. A couple songs. I knew that song, but yeah. I wasn't even thinking about them. I heard them in parties and shit. Yeah. And I only remember one song. There was like a very romantic song. It wasn't yeah. this one. Another one. Still loving you, that, probably. Yeah, that one. And you know, it was great in the parties. You know, when that song came out, you're looking around for a girl yeah. to dance. You know, that's it. But. Uh, this guy was he a guitar player or something or the singer? Who is, no, no, he's the singer. Song? He's the singer. He doesn't play an instrument, oh. or maybe he plays a little bit. But yeah. um, that's the thing. He never wrote music before. He wrote lyrics, but he never wrote music. But he claims to be the sole writer of the song. So it's it's a very good song. It's a very catchy song. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. mean he didn't get some help. I mean, he could have written it, and they could have improved it in the studio. You know what I mean? Like. I don't know. Songwriting is interesting because it can it can change, and you can still be the owner even though it wasn't that good. But then someone changed one chord and made it a hook. You know what I mean? Like it's it's that's the other thing about it is that people don't really understand songwriting. So it's like you listen to these guys talk and they they're only giving you like one side of it because he could have written a really bad song and and the fucking you know, Rudolf Schenker, the guitarist, could have been like, let's just use the, these two chords instead, or whatever. And then it then it came then it became great, you know. Yeah. So, but you don't know. We don't know if he really wrote the whole thing himself, or if it was helped along by producers and other guys in the band, or what. But yeah. I I grew up on the Scorpions. You know, Michael Schenker is the brother of the rhythm guitarist in the Scorpions, so. Michael Schenker was um, 17 years old. Scorpions did their first tour in like 1970 or 71 or two or something like that. And they toured with UFO from the the UK. And the UFO grabbed Michael because he was a prodigy. So Michael played with UFO. The Scorpions continued in Germany with, they had another guitarist. He was sort of like a Hendrix kind of guitarist. He was different. And then... um, they had a whole career in the seventies playing German, playing rock and roll in English, but they, they were big in Japan, but they never made it in the U.S. really. And, but Michael was a star in the U S because of, because of UFO. And I mean, he's like a God, like he's like the greatest rock and roll guitarist ever, ever to me. He's like my favorite. Yeah. And, but he came out recently. The interesting thing about it, he came out recently and says that, his brother, like, who is the rhythm guitarist in the Scorpions, and he's like the brains behind the band and the, and the business behind the band. That guy's really shady. Like, Michael says that his brother Rudolph like stole songs from him and stuff, and 
like he every time he goes on stage he tells a story like my brother so my brother so you know he he didn't give me credit. I wrote this song and the Scorpions album, and he took a, he took this song and he he didn't give me credit. And you know he 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 tells the story over and over, and like he's really upset <laughs> with his brother because he kind of figured it out later, like forty years later or something, that his brother ripped him off and didn't give him credit, and used him. It's like I taught wow. him how to play the guitar. He didn't even know how to play guitar. And I taught him how to play and he didn't know how to write songs. I taught him how to write songs and I totally believe it, you know, like it totally me. And then he goes, and then Rudolph comes to me and he says, can I use your flying V? Can I use your flying V? Can I? And then he dyes his hair blonde like Michael. And so to, to trick people to make him think that he's Michael because <laughs> his last wow. name is Schenker, you know? So yeah, he totally betrayed his brother. It's an interesting story. Because wow. they're huge bands. Like the Scorpions ended up bigger than UFO. The Scorpions ended up huge in the eighties. Like they were just gigantic. And uh, I heard I heard about the UFO, but at that time, at that time yeah. I was really you know, that was the time that yeah. I started listening more to like fusion jazz and stuff like that. And yeah, I I didn't I didn't get into a lot. I missed out on a lot of bands. Um, right, especially when they were like, you know, I, I think I only got like some of you know Bon Jovi shit like that, you know. Um, yeah. And well, I never got into Motley Crue or any other sort of shit. Yeah, uh, for some reason. But Bon Jovi, yes, and now I hate Bon Jovi. Every time I hear them, they're great songs, but I don't know. I'm, I'm like, yeah. oh, I can't Bon Jovi, man, it hit me one day that Bon Jovi is a Bruce Springsteen clone, but he wear like he has the, the pretty hair and he's a pretty boy and he does the sort of eighties metal hair, hair band look. Yeah. And he had the keyboards, like the, the keyboards are real commercial, like eighties keyboards, pop sounding keyboards and stuff mixed with rock. So it's like kind of metal, but he, He's, if you imagine Bruce Springsteen singing those songs, you realize that he just really, he's really good at writing songs that sound like Bruce Springsteen. But then he sings them in a different way and it works out. And he's from Jersey too. And my friend Sean is a Bruce Springsteen fanatic and he will not, he cannot hear it. Like he just can't hear it. But now when I listen to Bon Jovi, man, I'm like, this is fucking Bruce Springsteen. Like, it's like he's totally ripping him off, and no, not to say anything bad about it. I mean, he just—he's yeah, probably yeah. a huge fan, you know. But yeah. it's, it's amazing to me. Like all of a sudden, I realize, whoa, that's what's going on. That's what he did. He built his whole career. I mean, it's like if someone was a Beatles clone. You know what I mean? Like some, like Cheap Trek can do Beatles songs. Like they, they all their songs sound like the Beatles. It's fucking great. I love it. <laughs> There's nothing yeah. wrong with it, but it's a talent, you know. You know, anyway. I never got into I never got into Bruce Springsteen. Like, you know, all I know of Bruce yeah. Springsteen is like born in the USA and maybe. Well, it's funny because the other day uh, I was listening to this comedian that I listened mm -hmm. to, and he was talking yeah. about some show, or whatever. And Bruce Springsteen came out. And I was like, "Well, this is Springsteen came out with this, the same chair." It's like that's exactly how I feel about his music. He's like. Right. I don't know. I know well, it's great and everything, but it never, you know, there's certain music that, yeah, 
you don't you don't fucking get it for some reason. I don't, you don't feel attracted to it, you know? Yeah, I totally understand. I I felt the same way about him for a long time. I, you know, I liked a few songs in the seventies, and then I hated him ever since then. But he came back after nine eleven. There's a funny story that like after nine eleven, Bruce Springsteen's like walking around and. and People, someone on the street was like, Bruce, where are you, man? We need you. And so then he got the band back together, like his old classic band. And he put out this album called The Rising. And it's fucking great. And every album he's made since The Rising with the band, because he does some solo albums too, which are okay. I like them enough. But the ones he does with the band are fucking great, dude. Like, Yeah, I know. This band is amazing. All these guys from... He's got some really meaningful songs, too, and, like, really deep songs that just, like, you know, I mean, it's, it's, he's really, really good. It's the same thing for me, like, before, like, Bob Dylan for me was like, eh, what the fuck is that shit? Eh, 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 you know? Yeah, yeah. now, you have to get ready. You have to be ready. It's a bunch of bands. The same thing happened. I'm still discovering new things, like, I or even that I knew about it. The same thing happened to me with Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd to me was nothing. Uh, well, yeah. the, first, the first time I heard them when I was like 15, 16, I was like, I, I just want, I wanted to hear the only like Zeppelin and ACDC and shit like that, you know what I mean? Right, right. But then years later on, I found out mm. Pink Floyd again. I'm like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah, I love it. Well, I'll send you. Uh, well, I'd recommend you listen to like maybe the rising and just like put it on and listen to the music, listen to the lyrics and stuff, and you might like yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's better than his older stuff uh, to me because it sounds really rock and roll and it's like big production and it's, but it's not cheesy. Like it's not um, like eighties cheesy or anything like that. It's pretty good. Um, I'll check it out. Yeah, and I'll send you some Michael Schenker stuff too. So you know what I'm yeah, yeah. About. That dude, that dude was like fucking. Oh. Yeah, but then he did a solo. In the '80s, he went solo. So he he left UFO like at the height of their success. He's like, he couldn't handle the fame or anything. Like he just, he, yeah. they probably would have gone really much more famous had he stayed. Because the Scorpions got huge, you know, and then he went and did a solo band and changed singers on every album and stuff. Like he didn't, he was experimenting and just having fun with music. He wasn't really serious about career, you know, but he did some great shit. Even so, his solo music is really fun. I love it. I'll check it out. Send send those links to me. Yeah, I'll send you a few, like some videos you can check it out. Uh, lately, I've been enjoying like checking out new music and stuff like that, like you know, yeah, jazz. And you've been watching whatever. those singers. That have you been watching that guy? Oh <laughs> my god, we talked about. Dude, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, luckily I already stopped because I already got enough. But I watch a lot. The first night, I watch <laughs> all that shit like crazy. I can't. It's fucking amazing, that guy. His face, I love his faces, you know? His face that he feet, you see? Uh, and he's like, yeah. oh, my God, you guys. Oh, my God. I like the faces. You know, when they late, remember that video I sent you with La Llorona? Yeah, that's the only one I watched, dude. Like, I, it's like it's like a little yeah, kid know, opening a Christmas present. Like, he's so yeah, excited. Dude. 
<laughs> yeah, and and I like the way he moves his head like this, like you know, with the music. Ah, oh, you should see the one uh-huh. with Celia Cruz. That one is. A, oh, uh, I watched that one. The, I watched that one too. Yeah, uh, the one with Celia Cruz is moving his head like, oh my god! It's like, oh. <laughs> but I like when something something cool happens, you know, when the lady in La Llorona, because she's yeah. kind of like a contralto, right? She has like a deep voice too. Yeah. And she yeah, goes yeah. like, oh, some shit like that. And his face is like. <gasps> He's like, <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, you know? It's like a cute kid. Yeah. The guy's so lovable, you know? Yeah. With these yeah. chicks and all the comments, all the comments, and most of his music that he was uh, reacting to is in Spanish. So you see a lot of people, like from Mexico, uh, mostly, you know, because all the music was Mexican. He was reviewing. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people in Spanish saying, oh, I killed this guy, man. Like, Nobody said anything mean about it. Just the guy seems such a nice guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That yeah. I don't I don't think the guy actually is funny. I think that's why Jimmy can stop watching it and the same thing that happened to me because <laughs> I just wanna see what the fuck his reaction is. I go, Oh my god and uh, I yeah. remember which one is the one that he just grabbed a, he almost cried or he cried a little bit. Yeah. And he's like He's like, so he grabs something, uh, and it's like, and he started, you know, drying his eyes. And it's like, oh my God, you guys, I have to use a napkin because I, or some shit. The napkin, I was having my coffee, or some shit. And I'm laughing. I was like, oh my God, this is hilarious. Yeah. And the people in Spanish is like saying, like, oh, me gusta his little chubby cheeks and shit like that, pink chubby cheeks. And I said, uh-huh. it's funny. <laughs> Go ahead. It says a lot about Jimmy too that that's like his favorite YouTube show. Like, you know, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I get it when he said I can't get enough of this guy because the same shit happened to me. Like <laughs> I didn't I do it. I, I didn't that's why I didn't want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's addicting because you just wanna keep I wanna see but and I did it mostly with the Spanish music because yeah. all the Spanish most of the Spanish uh, except that lady that I never heard of. Yeah. Uh, I saw her at the mo- in that movie and the Frida movie, but I didn't know it was her. I, I, it was just some oh. unknown artist or whatever. But now I know it was her. Um, but uh, he plays this great... Huh? Which movie is it? Uh, Frida Gallo. The movie where, you know... Oh, Frida. Okay, Hyde. yeah, you told me. Okay, that's yeah. right, that's right. Okay. So, uh, anyways, but... This is a singer from Mexico. It's one of my favorite singers from when I was a kid. And I grew up mm-hmm. listening to that shit. And the guy's an amazing fucking singer. For me, that guy is like the Frank Sinatra of fucking Mexico, in my opinion. Uh-huh. The guy was the shit, dude. And uh, it was from the 70s. And I actually met the guy. I did a gig here on uh, a long time ago in downtown LA. Uh, mm-hmm. with this... Uh, concerts they do is called uh, Fiesta Broadway and mm-hmm. uh, Jose Jose was there and that was, he was already old his his voice changed because he used to when he was young he used to he actually has a song that talks about it like he said I mm. did everything and with no restraint there's a song that says that I, he said todo y sin medida means I did everything like he did all kind of drugs he used to drink a lot. He had an alcohol problem. But when I met that guy, he was such a nice guy, dude. 
like really older. he was like, yeah he was a very nice guy older he quit you know he changed his life he quit whatever but his voice yeah. wasn't the same anymore because he abused his voice with all the smoking right, and right. drinking and shit yeah and, uh, but anyways that guy had an amazing fucking voice dude that guy was a great singer that guy used to be mm -hmm. a bass player that's why he, he used he used to be a jazz bass player hmm. he played jazz he played double bass and jazz yeah. bands and shit like that and then he started singing and bam i think he went to a like a, one of those shows like the ones they have now they have mm -hmm. talent show and he fucking sing one song and he was like bam right away anyways but wow. he's watching that guy and he's like oh my god i have to stop it i'm sorry i have to stop this but it's so funny but the things that the guy's so mellow whatever he's addicting he's addicting because you yeah it's also like a teddy bear you know and you're like watching <laughs> they give you yeah. kind of peace they give you peace it's fucking crazy they give you a peace mm -hmm. uh, anyways but i was like i almost uh i was gonna tweet jimmy directly but i was like no nah, no nah, i was gonna say dude yeah you got me hooked on this show now but i was like <laughs> I watched like 15 to 20 videos or so. Like, it's crazy. Wow. One night. Yeah. yeah, it was nice. It was crazy. It was like <laughs> three in the morning after watching that shit. I need to wake up in the morning. Like, what the fuck? I bet a lot of people did that. I bet he, he turned a lot of people onto it, man. He had a fucking, he has a lot of followers. Like, yeah. he has like a million or something or more. I don't know. So. I don't know, but I mean, I just mean like, I'll bet Jimmy turned a lot of people onto it. That oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And if you see all the suggestions, uh -huh. you can see there's a lot of the people. There's a couple. That one that you sent me with the two guys, uh -huh. the two black dudes. I used to uh -huh. watch those guys. Those guys are funny. Uh, I used to watch another one that, uh, another two black dudes that they, you can tell the smoke before they watch the show. The, before they do the reactions yeah. and they're really funny too uh but i never heard of this guy <clears throat> never until jimmy said and yeah if you see there's a lot of people reviewing um the same songs that he's reviewing you know what i mean uh -huh. so you can tell they're trying to emulate because nobody has as many followers as he has he has like right thousands. right right right, yeah, right. like a hundred thousand i don't know like a lot well, who started the whole reaction thing? Is it him? I don't know. I don't know. What the fuck? Like, I didn't even, like, my brother sent me a thing, or I sent him a thing of of this this one African-American guy listening to War Picks. Yeah. It was like like six months ago or something. Yeah, yeah. Or a year ago. And it was so great. Yeah. Or you sent it to me. Maybe you sent it to me. I sent it to you. That was the first time I started watching Somehow then, I got a hold of this shit. Somebody posted it. Ah, somebody on my Facebook posted the uh, the war page. Yeah, the guy's so like a real hip hop guy. Yeah, so I sent it to yeah, my brother, yeah. and then my brother is like, I think this is like a thing. Like, look at all these other people that are doing these reaction videos, and I'm like, what the fuck is this reaction shit? Like, yeah, yeah. Like me reacting to the like, watch me react to this video. Like, what the fuck? Why is that a thing, man? Like, who fucking cares? But it is interesting. It's weird. It's interesting. That's the thing. Especially when you see somebody that is not into this, is not into that culture. Well, that yeah, that's that's interesting. That's what I was going to talk about. 
because yeah. so we there's lots of African American dudes who are who are checking out like metal and stuff, and it's really interesting that they yeah. like it, and and you know that it's like they're surprised by it, like what the fuck, like it's so cool. But then you you know when you think about how the music industry purposely split the black population yeah and the white population and had like R&B Motown radio and had rock radio and pop radio and stuff um especially the rock and the R&B like that's totally separate like the funkadelic stuff and then the rock stuff yeah. like there could have been a lot of people who would have liked both but they got totally separated on the radio and um yeah. So I want to see like some fucking metal dudes checking out Motown and stuff. Like, does that exist? Probably. Yeah, it might like be. That. Like, that that would be that would be interesting to me. Yeah. I mean, not that this isn't interesting because it's really interesting. Because I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, shit, shit that like I take for granted, like the Dio song, like you know, I've heard it so many times and it's not that big of a deal. But then. You watch these guys reacting to it. It's like, wow, this song is really like a fucking movie here. It's like cinematic, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, I would I, be interested. But it's always been like, for example, uh, it's not the first time that I heard like any of these uh, big uh, classic hip-hop guys mention yeah. rock bands and their lyrics, Led Zeppelin or The Beatles or some shit. So you can tell they know, they listen to that music too, but because of the culture, you know what I mean? The yeah. culture wants to keep you separated, but they listen right, to the right. always because good music, and that's another thing, you realize that good music is good music, doesn't have, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? When something is good, something is good, you know? like Right, right. It's the same yeah. thing that you can be like, you know, do anything, it's like, Remember that video I sent you today, like with that violin guy? That shit is fucking amazing to me. Those Did people that play it? blue, those people that play bluegrass and shit. Uh huh. That's, that shit is hard to do. That's that music. Oh. Because everything yeah. everything is acoustic, and you need to fucking. There's sure. no way around it. There's no yeah. way around it playing that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. You need yeah. to be a good musician to play that shit, and it's also very. The culture, I love it. I don't know. Maybe it's a kind of thing that I really like, um, especially bluegrass. Yeah. That's what I don't listen to, like this new country shit. I rather listen to yeah. bluegrass, you know, and especially if it's <clears throat> instrumental like that. I love it. Did so, you ever listen to um, 16 Horsepower? Did I ever turn you uh, on to those I, guys? I heard the name. I heard the name, but uh, well, they they also they. they the, the singer is the main guy, writer. He plays banjo and bandonian and stuff. And he's, he's like total like bluegrass, like from the hills. But it's like mixed with like Nirvana. Like it's like really rock. Like it's like alternative rock at the same time. Really dark, yeah. dark stuff. Man, you you probably, if you haven't heard it, you probably really like it because that dude is like... What's that name again? Well, um... <laughs> His first band was called 16 Horsepower, and then he got in a band called Woven Hand. And I think he's done some solo albums too. But Woven Hand is probably more 
you know, it's more cinematic. It's slower. Yeah. It's not as like, um, it's more like, it sounds like a film score kind of stuff. Like kind of like it, at the time they were, they opened for Nick Cave when they first came out and they were like, people were saying like, you know, Nick Cave's favorite band. Like if you went to the record store, they'd have a thing in there. It's a Nick Cave's favorite band. So they were trying to market them as Nick Cave's favorite band. I don't know if you listen to Nick Cave at all. Uh, I listen to some Nick Cave because we used to, when we, you, we used to work together, you always play that shit and you show it to me. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I kind of yeah. yeah. The Nick Cave is a guy that kind of sounds like a little theatrical, right? Like a little uh, yeah, deep. yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dramatic, yeah. you know. Definitely. I know yeah. he's he's like one of those guys that a lot of people don't know about him, but he's like a god or some shit, right? Like he's like fucking. Yeah, well, since then he's become very popular. I mean, you know, in the 90s, he peaked and he had an album called Let Love In that was pretty big. But then after that, he went back down and everybody said, oh, he'll never do an album as good as Let Love In. But then there's like a whole new generation of Nick Cave fans. It's like like he he headlined, I think, um, at, at um, what's that place down by out in the desert? Um, Coachella? The festival they have. Yeah, Coachella. Coachella? He headlined Coachella oh. and he's, like he plays the Hollywood Bowl now. He never. He was playing like the Wiltern back then. You know, it was pretty big, but yeah. not not as big as he is now. So now he's like fucking, you know, huge compared to what he was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. And I don't really fun. listen to him anymore. <laughs> I can. No. <laughs> I can. Dude, that's good that you you remind me of the the. Philly down because I knew about that album, the Asia, right? That's how you pronounce it. Yeah, Asia from Asia. Yeah. Yeah, uh, because my friend, uh, uh, he used to play me all that shit. That's a, that's a that's basically when I changed my style, my my style of playing and everything is because I met uh, my friend Daniel. Right. Yeah. And we started playing the rock thing, and when I came with the jackal jazz story shit. Mm -hmm. All over the place, a bunch of harmonics and fucking overplaying all the slapping. time. Uh, yeah, slapping, blah, 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 all this crazy <laughs> shit. And he was, he was like, dude, fucking chill the fuck out and listen to. So he gave me a bunch of music, like, so yeah. he was playing me this kind of shit. And at that time, I was like, wow, this is cool, but I wasn't really. But now that I'm older, every time I listen, you know, I remember yeah. listening a few times where I said, oh, this is cool. But now that you sent me this, I was like, fuck, so I came into my, I put it on my Spotify, you know, so I, be, I was listening yeah. in the morning. That's great music, dude. All these people, well, all those guys had over there, they were the best of the best at the time, dude. I know. I, I I only knew the singles back then, and I didn't really like it that much as a kid, but it's still catchy. But yeah, yeah. I've never listened to the whole album, and I've never listened to any of their albums. But I, I'm going to go and listen to to that album with headphones on, like very soon, oh, because yeah, the sound, the drum sound, is like Oof. amazing, amazing. That motherfucker. That's the yeah. era of recording that I love. Oh yeah, dude. Late seventies. That guy, Steve Gatt, He most of the music that you heard. Mm -hmm. From anybody in that time, that era, mm -hmm. he's mm -hmm. on it. That motherfucker. And the jazz, dude, he was the ba the drummer for fucking Chick Corea at the time. 
There is an album. Yeah. There is like a trio or what is it called? The, the name of the the name of the album is called Three Three Quartet or something like that. It's just like uh-huh. I don't remember if it was like a three people mm-hmm. or four people. I don't know why he called them three quartet or something like that. But yeah. it's like Michael Breger and saxophone. I think it was, let me see, okay. Michael Breger, Steve Scott on drums, Michael Breger on saxophone, Eddie Gomez on bass, and Chick Corea on piano. Wow. That's a quartet. I don't know why he called them three. I don't know why they call it three. Uh-huh. Dress quartet or whatever. That album, Steve Scott on drums, dude, that is the most fucking shit. That shit is amazing, <laughs> dude. You get, you it's should once. tell me that. I'll check that out. Yeah, I'm gonna look for it because I, I now I feel like nostalgic. I want to listen to this one song that Michael Breger, like right. I hate the all the saxophone players that I went to school with it or that generation. See, now when I see yeah. somebody playing like Michael Breger, I hate yeah. it because it's only right. one. And I hate when somebody's trying to sound exactly like, or when I see somebody yeah. sounding like, you know. And that's why now I enjoy more like no Michael Breger, different like Wayne Shorter, but no Wayne Shorter right. will wear report. The shit that Wayne, Wayne Shorter did. Wayne Shorter is a saxophone player. Yeah, I know. I was gonna say he was on that Asia album on that song. Yeah, yeah, he's on the Asia album. So he's oh, playing dude, tenor. I never knew that. I never knew that. Yeah, in that album and that song, I think he's playing the tenor, or I, I don't know, mm-hmm. I think the tenor. I love it. When he plays yeah. the, the soprano, it's fucking, you know, it's his, it was a signature with weather report, whatever, I guess. Or no, uh-huh. maybe not. He, he played both. But when I was listening to weather report, I didn't pay attention to his playing more. I was just, just to that kind of music. Yeah. But then, you know, he played with Miles. He played with Miles yeah. in the, the Nefertiti album. It was basically his music. Yeah. He writes. Well, I've heard, I've, I'm very familiar with the albums with Miles he played on. Yeah. And his solo album, his own music, when he started doing his own shit, it was. Yeah. And some of that too. Yeah. 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 Oh my yeah. God. This shit is fucking shit. But yeah. Michael Breger was, has this distinctive shit, his style, and he was a monster, dude. That motherfucker yeah. was a mo- like, he was like, perfection in the fucking instrument. He was like the mm-hmm. shit. And in that album, the three Chris Quartet, he's fucking mm-hmm. this one part when they're playing this straight ahead swing jazz shit and he's fucking basically blowing his own brains out with the wow. saxophone bro. And he take it to a level. He take it to a level that you can tell there is no more there's no way you can go even further than this shit, right? Yeah. And in the last few seconds, the stiff guy goes, dude, like in the middle of that peak, when you think that this shit can even go higher, and then he goes, and then, dude, and that shit goes even (laughs) higher. It's amazing, dude. I remember when I was 16 years old, listening to a shit, I was like, what the, these motherfuckers are like the most, like aliens, dude. It's amazing. It's right. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And music those is fucking amazing, man. Oh, music is great, dude. It's great. And and that's what I really like when this fusion with different 
I, li- I like to listen to all kinds of shit. Arabic music. I love Arabic music. Sure. Dude, yeah. I listen to a lot of Arabic music, Indian music. Yeah, it's beautiful. All everything, you know. What's good is good, man. What's good is good. And yeah. Somehow, even the music that we have right now, that that we know as a rock or whatever, it has a lot of influence from from all over the world, dude. Sure. You know. That's right. Remember what those yeah. guys in that podcast were saying when they went to Russia? And they were like, "What yeah. the fuck? There's no toilet paper in here." Shit like that. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. like, you see that lady? The lady said, like, she's in the bathroom and fucking also destroyed the door because he wanted to go pee. <laughs> right. That shit is Dude, I'm reading a book about Ozzy right now because my friend sent it to me because, I, you know, I was a Randy Rhodes fan as a kid. And um, it's about Randy. It's Well, it's Rudy Sarzo, the, the Cuban guy. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, he's got all these stories about Ozzy like shitting in the ice machines at the fucking motels. Like that dude is a fucking obnoxious. That dude, he's fucking obnoxious, man. Who? Ozzy. Oh yeah, no, he. He looks like he was out of control, but he looks like he because looks like he was in drugs all the time or some shit like. That. Yeah, he was drunk all the time, but I mean, it's like the stuff he would do is just like so fucking crazy. Like he would. He was shitting in all the ice machines at all the fucking hotels they went to. And so, like, they had... (laughs) I don't know, man. Rudy Sarzo wrote, he goes, I think that the reason why they changed the design of the ice machines is because of Ozzy. (laughs) Because he was shitting (laughs) in the ice machines. That was his thing. Every time he got fucking high... Oh my god! Yeah, he would shit and piss like he was even in his own fucking house, dude. Like, there's a scene, there's a there's a chapter where he's like at his wife Sharon's dad's house. Her her dad was like a famous uh, manager before she was a manager. So he the dude had like a fucking whole you know like a poke I don't know what you call it. He he had a lot of different ha- like a houses all together in this area in Beverly Hills or Bel Air or something and yeah. Ozzy was there and he was like pissing in his sink. <laughs> He's like, What the fuck are you doing? Like <laughs> Oh man That's how Jaguar yeah. used to be. That's how Jaguar used to be crazy show like that, but he used yeah. to be think like himself like he was a daredevil or something. Uh-huh. And he used to do shit like that, like they went to Japan and he fucking in the middle of the night riding a fucking motorcycle all naked and shit or right. falling from the third floor of a place because he was drunk and he wanted us to show that he broke his arm and then he had to play a gig like that or he uh, fucking nuts or like right. you know doing shit like that like that documentary uh, about that guy what was the name of the guy the rock guy that uh it looks like the guy from the Ramones. It looks like a punk rock guy. The guy that sings like "Open Your Eyes." Oh, Steve Staters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Reedy. What's the name? Ricky. Rick. Peter. Peter. No. Yeah, yeah. The Bader. guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Remember, he used to jump in the. You were in his car. Oh, all of a sudden, he was in the roof. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some people. Yeah, yeah, car surfing—that's fucking nuts. Oh, yeah, he was yeah. another one who did he did 
crazy shit like that. But he didn't seem to do like abusive stuff or like, well, I don't know. Maybe he did. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's well, lame. I, I think it's fucking lame. Yeah, maybe you didn't talk about that shit. But yeah, some people do some crazy shit like that. You know, you know what they told me? They told me that Yaku used to go to Sam Ash in New York. But so that's what I think yeah. that was the time that he was already living on the streets. Uh huh. But somebody told me, you know, when uh, you have all the guitars and basses like hanging from this uh, on the wall. Yeah. Like, so that he used to come and like it was some kind of domino effect. He used to just walk around, touching all these fucking guitars, just moving around, pa 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 pa, like you know, like because uh, they're all hanging. So he used yeah. to come just from fucking for no reason, just to come and do that shit, pa 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 pa. So they have to kick him out and fucking beat the shit out of him or whatever, bring the cops. Wow. That was nuts. That's, that's sad, man. No, because he had a, he had a mental illness and on top of that he was drinking and doing drugs. Right, right. Dude, I spent like, huh? No, I was going to ask you, what happened to Ozzy? Is he still alive? He hasn't. Ozzy? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, he's still alive. Uh, but I heard that he's having some kind of a dementia. Yeah, he. Problem. Well, he he got um, Parkinson's, I think, or something like that. Oh, okay. But he's had it for a oh. long time. But he's still okay. But I think he's maybe starting to show symptoms. Yeah, because um, he was touring uh, not long ago. Uh, you know, he was doing yeah. shows and stuff. Yeah, he never stopped. I think he only stopped because of COVID. I don't think he ever stopped. Yeah, but I think I saw somewhere on Facebook somebody posted an article about him having dementia or some shit. Like, starting to show signs of dementia. Okay, well, I think it was Parkinson's disease. Oh, okay. The one that, you know, where you start to have weird movements and stuff. Yeah, like you tremble. Yeah, he had it before. You know, when he had that show with the, the reality TV show. Well, I don't think they knew what it was, though. Oh, no? Oh, so they no, thought it was, they, like that a, was just a drug. The drugs, uh, I, abuse of drugs all these years or something. Yeah, I mean, maybe he had it, but no one knew. Or maybe some people thought he had it, but they didn't do an announcement. But they've done an announcement that he has, whatever uh, it is that he has. But it could be something else too. I don't know. Maybe he does have to. Be. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Dude, I was watching. Um, I was looking at you. You know, I was on YouTube checking out the stuff that I sent you, like the links. Uh, but one of the links I saw was like the videos I saw was uh, the drummers of Frank Zappa, and it was like two and a half hours long <laughs> like <laughs> five drummers of frank zappa all hanging out talking about telling stories about how they got the gig and some of them played with each other because sometimes you would have two drummers on stage at the same time and then there was a woman there too who was a percussionist so she played with a lot of those drummers the stories are fucking amazing you probably know all the drummers too because they all were like fusion guys i but know they did talk they did was talk this about guy named, and stuff. Oh yeah, I know there was this guy named Bocio, Tony Bocio or something. Bocio, he was right? the yeah, he was the um, the host. Main dude. Yeah, yeah. He, he's like he's hosting it. Um, 
great. But story. I don't know the other ones. I don't know. I know Benicolayuda was on it. Walterman or something like that. There's no. I don't know that one. I would like to see that shit. If you have the link, send it to me. Yeah, I'll send you because that shit sucked me in, dude. I watched the whole fucking video, and I'm not even dude. a Frank Zappa fan. <laughs> I'm a I'm a drummer. I'm a frustrated drummer. I love drums, man. It's drums, uh, dude. It's just they're talking about Tony Williams. So so it's weird. Like they talked about how the Mahavishnu Orchestra opened for Frank Zappa, right? With Tony yeah. Will, with fucking um, no. What's um, it, not Tony Williams. Um, yeah, the what's his name? Um, Billy Coleman, my brother's favorite drummer, huh? Billy, Billy Coleman. Yeah. So like, Frank walks into the venue, and yeah. he sees the Mahavishnu Orchestra with Billy Cobham on drums, and the lady who was his percussionist is looking at Frank, and she sees the reaction on his face. And she's like, he's so blown away by this shit that he's going to change his whole direction. She knew it, like, in that moment. She's like, he's, because he, he just, like, because it was so incredible. <laughs> she said, like, it was so loud and, like, just, like, visceral, you know, that, that yeah. it changed. She knew that he was going to, and sure enough, he went and he changed his whole direction. Like, it wasn't, his music after that wasn't so academic. It was a little more. Uh, fresh and you know I think maybe a little more improvising was allowed or something but um, yeah it's really good uh, it's really really it's really interesting how they had their auditions and Frank what Frank would put them through and stuff and how they I see I think I saw one uh, with Vinny Colayuda yeah um, how he got the audition I said like, there was something that he got there and then he played something, and he. But the Franz Zappa was really weird, you know, in the sense that the way he talks to people and say, "Okay, go sit over there," yeah. or whatever. Or, oh, you're done, or some yeah. shit like that, you know. I say shit like that, right? But at yeah. the end, they picked him, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, he wasn't on this panel. Interested? Is he alive? Who? Uh, Vinicola Ayura, I think so. Okay, he was. They mentioned his name, and I wasn't sure it was that guy, but I guess it was. So, but he wasn't on this panel. But there's like five of them. There's five different drummers dating back from like probably the late '60s up through the '80s. Yeah. He died in '93. So, um, my but, favorite. Um, he's my he's my one of my favorite from that era. It was Steve Guy and Vinny Colaiuta because they was the other yeah. guys that they Weckle. Vinny Colaiuta uh -huh. kind of. Sounds like they work all because they were from the same era, and I think they were both coming from Steve Gatt's school. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Uh, into playing the Latin shit, you know, because Steve Gatt yeah. loved the Latin shit, you know. Uh, yeah. But I think after years, I realized that I, I like Pinicolayuda more than they work all because they work all is too. For me, it's an amazing drummer, but it's too clean, too perfect. It's too, and I'm a big yeah. fan of the work. But Vinny Colaiuta is more like, like a rock guy. That's why he did all these gigs with rock people. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I don't know. I had, it's to me like as a jazz drummer, I really like Jack DeJunet. Mm -hmm. In comparison with some other drummers that play um, traditional jazz. 
This yeah. Jack Dijonet has something to me that sounded a little bit like John Bottom a little bit from Led yeah. Zeppelin. You have that beef when he played. Jack Dijonet has this beef. It's like sounds deep. It sounds like, and that's what I like about Steve Gadd and Vinny Colayuda. They are like, but Steve Colayuda, you know what they call him? El Maestro. Okay. Yeah. That motherfucker is unbelievable. He's an amazing guy. He has a bad temper. I heard. I don't know. <laughs> I heard I don't know if it's true or not but I heard that he slapped Sting okay so oh, I don't really know yeah I heard that somewhere uh, but I heard that he had a bad Damn. temper like yeah I have a friend that I went to see him play and like over here the Catalina place right here in Cahuenga yeah Catalina Bar, Grill, Bar yeah, yeah 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 uh huh when he was in Cahuenga, I think now they changed it to a different place, whatever, uh-huh. in Hollywood, in Hollywood Boulevard or some shit. Uh, but uh, my friend was there, he's a bass player, so he's watching, and he, they told people not to record or anything. And I think it was uh-huh. Chikoria or something, or another band, but Vinny was playing, and my friend was recording music yeah. with his, with some kind of like recorder or whatever, tape recorder or whatever. Yeah. But he said my friend had it like hidden in his, uh-huh. he has his jacket, whatever, so he has his hand over here. So, but yeah. then he sees Vinny Colayuda, but when Vinny Colayuda plays, he could be playing drums and he has like a towel, he always be sweating, whatever, and he smokes yeah. at the same time. Now, sometimes this is smoking and he's playing this crazy shit and he's smoking with one hand. He does his fucking, and he said, like, all of a sudden, Vinny Colayuda looked at him and I said, turn that shit off. Some shit like that. And I said, oh, shit. It's something, whatever. Right? And he said, like, turns out there was a guy behind him uh-huh. with a camera. With oh. a video camera. Uh-huh. So it wasn't to him. It wasn't the guy that was behind him. They said that he was playing a fucking cigarette. And he's like, turn that shit off. <laughs> because he didn't wow. want people. Still, he chucks. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I don't yeah. Know. But I heard also that he slapped Sting, uh, which I don't know if it's true or not, but I heard the Sting can be a little pain in the ass. Right. Uh, at least in his uh, police years, I heard that he had a big fucking ego or some shit like that, and he could be sure, yeah, yeah. rude or whatever. But I'm not sure. I'm, I heard some rumors or whatever. Uh, but this, he used to play with Sting, and one of the... Mm-hmm. It's actually one of my favorite Sting albums that he plays with, mm-hmm. with him, bro. It's, the shit he does is so amazing. It's like unbelievable. Beautiful. I'll send you one song. You see, okay. like, what a beautiful song. It's like a bossa nova. It's like a, a jazz bossa nova thing. And he's yeah. like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Anyway, yeah. Music is great, bro. <laughs> so yeah, I... I <laughs> what? No, the gossip is better, I say. Just like, <laughs> yeah. I saw a um, a, a short, tra- well, it was a trailer for a film. I don't think the film was ever made, actually. It was an interview with a guy who was telling a story about John Gotti wanted, um, he went to see Frank Sinatra, and he wanted Frank to come back and talk, or he wanted to come and talk to Frank after the show. Or he yeah. said, bring Frank out, bring Frank back. I want to say hi. And so he had some guy go in there and, and tell 
um, you know, John wants to see you. And he, he was like, no, I don't, I don't feel like it. I'm tired tonight or something. And I guess, I don't know if it was, I guess it was one of John's guys went back there and slapped him in the face. So you go, if John wants to see you, fucking go back out there or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so he did it. It's not an option over here, motherfucker. <laughs> it's not yeah. a favor. It's an order. Right. Shit. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Well, the, mafia, the Frank Zappa stuff is interesting because Frank Zappa is one of those people who is, um, when I send you the, the article, the, the author na author's name is Dave McGowan. He wrote about all these people in Lower Canyon who were had all these uh, CIA ties, and um, yeah. Frank Zappa's dad worked for like a chemical warfare uh, plant, and like was a you know one of the main guys at this chemical warfare plant. So it's like there's all these theories about Frank Zappa being like an authoritarian personality, and like he might have been you know like he was pro-war and he wasn't a hippie at all, even though he helped create the hippie movement. So there's all this stuff and they always say he was authoritarian. He was like, you know, really abusive and stuff. But the, when I watch these drummers talk about him, they, they didn't talk about that at all. Like they just loved the guy. They fucking loved him. It's interesting. Yeah. Supposedly he was against censorship and stuff like that because it was a big deal. I know, I've heard that, that stuff. Yeah. But then the other thing yeah. that happened with Frank Zappa is he got a job at the World Bank, <laughs> like in the early 90s. So, like, he's working for the World Bank. Like, that's fucking weird. You mean before he became Frank Zappa, like, famous? Or? No, at the end of his career. What? Huh. Yeah. Weird. That's fucking that's weird. weird. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. I don't, I don't remember what his position was, but... Um, Yeah, he definitely had a interesting personality because I've seen the interviews and shit. Yeah, uh, for sure. And uh, when he went to those uh, talk shows and the you know, late night talk shows, or whatever. Uh, yeah, I saw one that he goes with his daughter Moon. Yeah, I saw that one too. Uh, you can yeah. tell his daughter also has, you know, got all the shit from him. The sense of humor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like sarcastic shit. You know? Well, there's weird shit with his kids, too. Like, he, he made them watch porn and stuff. Like, he's fucking weird, man. The dude was fucking weird. <laughs> That's for sure. I've, there's weird I've shit going played, on in the 60s. I play in a bunch of uh, festivals where the, yeah. Dwayne Zappa played there. So I got to see his shows, like, a few times. Uh -huh. And uh, it was amazing, to tell you the truth. It was fucking amazing. Yeah? Yeah, it was crazy. Which Zappa? Dweezil Zappa? Yeah, Drizzle. I think it's Drizzle, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was his thing. No, did yeah. I say Dwayne? No, it's Drizzle. Drizzle. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, the guy that plays guitar. And, uh, That's cool, man. Fucking, he was amazing. The show was amazing. And I think Tony Boccio was there. That guy, Tony Boccio, was the guy playing drums. Uh, I'm talking about 2007, 2008, whatever. I think I used to play. Yeah. Frequency, right? Yeah, with the frequency, That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I got to see some good shit. You know, actually, we we opened for Steely Dan too. That was another crazy, crazy show. Really? Wow. Yeah. On Toronto. <laughs> That's awesome, And, uh, man. We barely got to see those guys. They show yeah. the band. They they travel on airplanes. 
uh-huh. you know, the two main dudes. But the band goes into a bus. The band, the people mm-hmm. in the band were fucking really nice. But the uh, well, I don't know if the other, the the those two guys from the Philly down nice or not. But uh, yeah, I've heard. I barely saw them. I barely saw yeah. them. They just they arrive in this black SUVs like they looks like the FBI or the CIA or whatever. <laughs> and it just right. got out there. Uh, I I just saw it on stage. I didn't even saw him go from the from the car to the thing. It was crazy. Like, right. I was like, what the fuck is this car? You know? I was like, no, these people are over there. And we were in our room. They were they have these big trailers. Uh-huh. And the musicians were hanging out with us, drinking beers. You know, were really nice mm-hmm. people. Uh, That's cool. The drummer was fucking amazing drummer too. Uh, the whole band was amazing. Top of the line musicians, but it's like mm-hmm. clean shit, you know. Oh wow! Yeah, it was a good experience for me. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, you send me those links. I'll send you my links, and uh, <laughs> we'll talk later. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, how long have we been talking? Fucking, <laughs> I don't know, but it was, it was three cool. hours. Probably every time we do it, it's yeah. like three hours. Yeah, dude. Well, you can you can always put it like a one. First part, the second part, is control that you don't be all. Yeah, I never thought of that. We could. Yeah, we do it. So it doesn't yeah. get too boring for people or whatever. I don't know. Maybe we could put the music stuff on a, like a bonus episode or something. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, I can't wait to stop playing again and do something. Yeah. Oh, fuck, yeah, no, dude. Well, I'm almost done with the, the album. Is like. Um, Two songs. I have two more songs. Well, three more songs to demo. When I get that done, I want to do the drums next. So I'm going to be trying to see if Ramses wants to do it in about maybe like two or three months. And then I'm going to record all my vocals and guitars and stuff, re-record to his drums. And then, um, I mean, I don't know. I think maybe we could do... I like the way that we did it when we did the bass last, but I don't know how you feel about it. But to me, that was like... It was amazing doing the bass last because it just like puts this finishing touch on it. It's like so great. Yeah, no, for me too because the radio drums are there, you know. So yeah, yeah. I know what you know. I can know what to do. You know, we can work with that. Depends on whatever the drums. Does, you know? So hopefully by like summertime or before, we'll be can record the basses, the bass stuff. Yeah, man. Fuck it. Can't wait. Oh, a bunch of my friends in Miami are already playing outdoors and shit, you know? Really? Places, well, you know? yeah. As soon as we can play, I'm ready. <laughs> that too. Yeah, dude. Shit. I missed that. Well, right, buddy. Right. Well, have a good good week. Thank you. You too, man. Start. Uh, Let's see what the, the next crazy shit happened this week. I know, man. It's like by the time See, I Joe, get this shit posted, um, it's it's already over. <laughs> this week, like, Joe Biden's going to be... Post... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. By the time I post it, something always happens and makes it irrelevant. <laughs> ah, who cares, whatever. Yeah, I know. It's just going to the flow. But next week, I predict Joe Biden is going to take a shit <laughs> in the middle of a Capitol Hill, and the press is going to be like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah I think I Wonderful. think that's pretty much what's going to happen he's going to do something terrible and they're all going to say no he didn't 
Yep. Wonderful news. We're moving forward. <laughs> All right. All right, man. All right, well, I'll talk to you soon. Right on, brother. Take it easy. Have a good night. Okay, bye. Bye-bye.